0: Three pointers. Well, in the first quarter, Lauren, he drained four three pointers. So, more of the same from Jake Wilcox, the uh, the surprise senior for Nashville South.
1: Yeah, and he's, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen such a hot hand that he had, and he certainly had. I saw the game against Pinkerton, and he just knocked down every shot from the corner he took, it seems like. So, if he's hot, that's going to be a very tough team to beat.
0: So, we're about 45 seconds into the first, uh, the second, half, second quarter here between Goffstown. And Nashua South. This is the third boys game of the day. There's another game coming up later on uh, after this one. Nashua North will take on Sauhegan. Uh, Alvern lost to Thornton Academy in the first boys game of the day. That one uh, tipped off uh, at 3 o'clock, I believe. And then uh, Thornton advances to the semifinals. The second boys game of the day, a good one between Merrimack of Division 1 and Milford of Division 2. And Merrimack uh, opened things up. win it by a handful uh can't remember what the final score was actually i wrote it down right here 57 49. uh it was the ian cummings show ryan banishkevich show banish milford ian cummings from merrimack and the tomahawks from division one knock off the d2 milford spartans uh by eight points uh they will uh take on the winner of this game i believe in the in the brackets and then you'll have thornton academy playing against the winner or maybe it's Thornton against the winner of this game and then Merrimack against the winner of the National North South game. But either way, Goffstown has the basketball now. They trail it 31-9 to as Tegan Collins takes it to the hole and misses a shot, rebounded uh, underneath by National South's Harper Niven. Uh, missing a basket, Tyler Bernard for South, as we'll try and set the lineups for you on the fly here. Goffstown's got Ethan Skinner, who started at guard, along with Ryan Hall, one of their starting uh, Players Hall missed a three-point shot from the left hand side. Also out there, Tegan Collins, uh, Jared Heidenreich for Gosstown, along with number 21 Matt Eberhart. And scoring uh, for Nashville South, Amigo, Alex Amigo. They got him listed six four on the roster, Lauren. I'm telling you, he ain't six four. Uh, no. No.
1: He's very taller than me, and I'm four feet thick. <laughs>
0: Three-point shot on the way by Eberhardt is no good, but an offensive rebound for Goffstown. Ryan Hall has it middle of the floor. He's going to take a straight on three. It's off the rim, and Agor, Tony Agor, the rebound for Nashville South. They also got the big 6'9 kid in there, uh, Clay Medling. Uh, jump shot on the way. Bernard missed it from the left baseline, and it's rebounded by Goffstown. Here comes Jared Heidenreich up ahead to Skinner on the left-hand wing. Skinner got fouled, apparently, by Alex Amigo, and it'll be a possession foul as more subs are going to be coming in. Oh, Ivan Nyantenji. That's my that's my guess. Number three in off the Nashville South bench, a five-seven freshman. Nyantenji is. Uh, he's on, and also Chase Hart with the best hair in the lineup. It looks like Kelly Olynyk from the Celtics with those long flowing locks with the headband. Goffstown misses his shot, and this is Nyan Tenji with it. Into the front court, right-hand side, Bernard. Bernard, nice pass through the lane. Hits Medling, and he takes it in for easy two. The textbook passing, 35-9. Nashville South timeout, Goffstown.
1: Yeah, Nashville South did a great job moving the basketball, and Tyler Bernard dribbled it inside and find Kray Medling at the basket. That's exactly how you attack a 2-3 zone. They don't like it when the ball gets dribbled in the middle.
0: We mentioned Medling, uh, nine. I don't know if there's anybody that's six foot nine in the state of New Hampshire. I know Taylor Matos uh, from Kearsarge Division Three is six foot eight, but I don't know if too many other six foot nine players.
1: I think Joey Glenn from Portsmouth is six he, nine. No,
0: Joey Glenn is six five.
1: Six five. Yeah,
0: this is uh, six nine. But her
1: Matos, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he, uh, Medlin still needs to fill in a little uh, bit, yeah. I would say. Uh, maybe he could eat a few Chick-fil-A sandwiches here while well, they got them on sale. Uh, And the concession area, the Chick-fil-A National Holiday Basketball Tournament, one of the great tournaments here uh, in the state of New Hampshire. And because of the impending snowstorm tomorrow, Lauren, they had to make some changes. There's supposed to be games starting at uh, 9.30 in the morning tomorrow. They actually moved up all the game times. Uh There's a girls' tournament and a boys' tournament going on, six girls' teams, eight boys' teams. They're gonna play all the games, at least that's the intention, uh, because what they're doing is they've got a couple gyms here. Yep. the medium gym and the large gym. The large gym is the Blander gym where we are right now. They're gonna start games at 8 30 in the morning. They're gonna play seven games. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games starting at eight thirty in the morning, an eight thirty game, a ten o'clock game, an eleven forty-five game, another eight thirty game going on in the gym, in the large gym. And then a 10 a.m. game, an 11.30 game, and a 1.15 game. So that 1.15 game is a semifinal game for the boys, uh, the winner of uh, North Sauhegan and the winner of Merrimack Milford. And then Thornton plays the winner of this game, uh, Nashville South and Goffstown. That would be at 11.30 right here in this gym. But uh, the, I guess the storm is going to be starting sometime in the morning. If you're here for that one game, getting out about 3 o'clock, you might be having a problem getting home.
1: Uh, yeah, and where um, a high school is, it's right off a, a major exit, um, got off on the highway, so it can get pretty thick down here. I've been down here in a before, and it ain't, ain't fun. But, well, especially yeah, with the we, police we just...
0: station right there, too. You'd think that they'd have to you know, take pretty good care of the road down here. But either way, they're going to try and squeeze all these games in, and Mother Nature, you know, you can't do much about it. Nope. Goffstown scores inside. Sam Heidenreich, member of the Goffstown State Championship soccer team. And last year, member of the Goffstown State Championship football team. He was on the football mm-hmm. team. He's their kicker. Really good kicker, but also a great soccer player for Goffstown. And a foul going against the Grizzlies. And it'll be Panthers basketball on the sideline as they get it into 9-10 left-hand side. <laughs> to agor throws it in the left corner bernard back to agor middle of the floor finds and ten G. A step to the right of the top of the three now to agor middle of the floor bounce pass right corner hits trace hart back up top to agor ball knocked around but agor came down with it here's hart corner three right side good no it in and out offensive rebound though bernard but got stolen away by skinner skinner outlets it to omelia he'll ring it up the right hand side on the dribble Omelia bounce pass in the right-hand corner to Hunt. Now up top, Heidenreich is going to fire a three. And Sam Heidenreich nails a three, a step to the right of the top of the key. And it's 37-14 Nashua South. Bernard up top, Nyan Tenji. Now back to Agor left-hand side. Agor bounce pass, Nyan Tenji on the right-hand side. Nine and ten, you got it knocked away. They throw the pass up ahead to Ryan Hall. Against Agor, takes it, missed the shot. Offensive rebound, Skinner rejected by Chase Hart. Out of bounds, Goffstown will keep. But Goffstown had foul. a golden opportunity there. You say a foul? Yeah.
1: No, did the foul with uh, Medling and uh, Ryan Hall. I don't know who they put it on here, but.
0: Medling's walking over towards uh, the sideline. Now he's gonna go back into the backcourt.
1: Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a one-on-one for Medling. That'll call it on Hall.
0: So it is on Hall, you're right. So yes. that is the seventh foul, be a, yeah.
1: Intentional foul, too. Oh,
0: wow. I didn't see that, did
1: you? Um, Medling tried to box them out, and Hall kind of came over the top and pretty much took him down. So.
0: so Medling missed the first of the two free throws. He's standing there all by himself, all the rest of the players in the backcourt. Medling hits one of two. Makes it... 38-14, a 24-point lead. Three, fourteen left to go first half.
1: So two completely different paces in this game. Gossetown's playing one pass, one shot, or one shot isn't over. And South, on the other hand, is just moving the ball around, trying to find the best shot available. And so uh, Gossetown gets the inbound here. Oh, South does, never mind.
0: So South will keep it here. They'll have to go the full length of the court as Nyantenji brings it up with the dribble. Got Agor on the right-hand side now in the corner to Hart. Hart drives baseline, swings it across the lane into the hands of Bernard. Backboard. Ball got knocked back, and it is a backcourt violation. So, Goffstown will get it on the turnover. Now, you've coached in these tournaments before. You've got unfamiliar competition. I think the philosophy is a little bit different in these, uh, you know, tournaments that don't count in the regular season standings. Mm-hmm.
1: They, they, they may not count, but they're probably more important um, at this stage of the season than those first couple of games, especially since, you know, they're going to have a chance to compete and get to figure out who really works well with who and um, get to learn a lot about your team when you play in these tournaments.
0: Here's Heidenreich, a three ball, and this time he's on the other side from where he just hit. He's on the left side of the top of the three, and Heidenreich has a couple of three-pointers. It's 38-17, Nashua South. left to go. Here's a three ball on the way, and good from Chase Hart on the left wing. Nashua South this year has a bunch of different shooters.
1: Yeah, I think that's been one of the uh, big things that Coach Madwell must be happy about. We finally got a whole lot of shooters and guys who can shoot from different parts of the floor. Um, More than just, you know, maybe one, maybe two guys.
0: Agar trying to attack bunch of pump fakes and got fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for a couple here tony agor six foot tall junior forward for nashua south that three by heart made it 41 to 17 and south they get looks like they got the starting five uh, waiting at the scores table to come back in as they started and went i think most of the first quarter and sat out most of the second quarter now they're all coming back in but a good job by these uh south second stringers to not only maintain the lead but extend it
1: Mm. And, and that's one thing that a lot of coaches do the tournament they try to see if those guys on the second line or even the third stringers can see what they can do and what you need to work on and practice later in the week, next week
0: Igor hit the first, missed the second but Max Osgood, the offensive rebound here's Sean Holland, short jumper from the left side of the free throw lane and he scores it and it's 44-17 Nashua South on top of Goffstown here minute 40 left to go first half, Eaton Skinner Holding it up high, and swings it on the right side to Amelia. Amelia back to Skinner, right side, right in front of the south bench. Skinner feeds it inside Heidenreich, and he got fouled. I think they're going to get the foul on Wilcox. Mm-hmm.
1: Got a little reach he uh, behind the post, team post team player, and, almost, and sometimes and you can't you can't you have those kind of fouls. But you did late in a late in a, late in a half.
0: So O'Malley is gonna sit, and they got Carter Schonard in the game, number five. Five, nine, Junior. They go inbounds, Tegan Collins in the left corner. He's trying to make a move on Hollins. Bounce pass, Schonard left wing, he dribbles it to the middle. Chouinard swings it back to the left, now back to the middle with the dribble. Right hand side, this is Colby Putnam, sophomore. Up top, Collins swings it left side, Heidenreich, another three. Missed that one, Janelle the rebound. Kevin Janel is going to push it up on the dribble for south. Janel has it on the right-hand side. He's going to pull up inside the arc. Missed it short. Rebound Sam Heidenreich.
2: Heidenreich pushing
0: four-on-one to the basket. Scored it. And Goffstown behind Sam Heidenreich trying to catch up here. It's 44-19, final 50 seconds. Wilcock left baseline, faked, and then drove the baseline, got blocked. And coming out the other way is Skinner, bounce pass. Putnam takes it, makes it, a lot of contact, no foul. But Colby Putnam cuts the lead down to 23, 44, 21. Back-to-back hoops for Goffstown here. Final 25 seconds of the first half. Janelle has it, middle of the floor, just pounding it into the middle. Now he throws it left side, Holland, left corner. Mercado with it, Richie Mercado. Now in the middle of the floor, back to Janelle with 13 seconds.
1: They're going to try and delay and waste as much time off the clock. But in the last few possessions, they've rocked and they let up the point for got down the other way.
0: Four seconds to now on the drive. Takes it all the way in. Scores it off the window. There's the buzzer. Nashua South leads at halftime. 46-21. A 25-point lead for the Panthers. Very impressive for both uh, your former team and, of course, my former team, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, this was just a, a clinic. If you're a young coach you want to know about how to beat a 1-2-1, 2-3 one, two, one, two, zone mix, this, this is the clinic. I mean, they put it on almost almost to perfection here in the first half.
0: So we go into the halftime. We'll take a, uh, a timeout here. Nashua South, impressive so far, 46-21. to 21. They lead by 25 over Goffstown. The Grizzlies, as I said before, Winner of this game will take on Thornton Academy out of Saco, Maine, who was very impressive in beating Alburn this afternoon. Then we got another game coming up tonight. It is Nashua North hosting Sauhegan, another D1 versus D2 matchup. North, the Division One team, Sauhegan, Division Two struggling team in Division Two so far this year under Coach Peter Pierce. Uh, Merrimack will take on the winner of that game. Those semifinal games were supposed to be tomorrow but now they're going to be tomorrow morning. They're supposed to be late in the day tomorrow, now they're going to be tomorrow morning. We'll try and get that all uh, worked out for you. As John Pankala, who is the uh, chairman of this tournament. He's going to join us and uh, talk with us a little bit about this Chick-fil-A national holiday basketball tournament. You're listening to live coverage on ESPN New Hampshire.
3: FNL Winter.
0: Okay, so now you have a couple of sons, uh, one that just graduated. And now one that is injured but would have been on the team this year, Andrew Pinkela. Correct. And uh, your older son, I'm blanking on his name. Nick. Nick Pinkela. Okay. And now all of a sudden Farley Gates, who's run this tournament the last couple years, you've been on the committee, has passed the torch. Now it's your baby. I'm
3: officially the tournament director, although Farley and Alpha Graphics are, are critical to the success of this because they do our program and you know Farley. He knows everyone in Nashua. So he's, he's big in getting sponsors, and we we couldn't be more grateful of everything he's doing.
0: And I love this tournament. I mean, I've i been coming here since Farley was playing back in the, in the 70s, you know, those famed the famed, uh, Patrick Ewing appearance here when he was with Cambridge Ringe and Latin, and Mike Jarvis was the coach at Cambridge Ringe and Latin back then. But uh, great tournament here, great atmosphere. Chick-fil-A, obviously, the presenting sponsor right now on the floor. Two Chick-fil-A cows in here dancing up a storm.
3: We are so fortunate to have Chick-fil-A as our as our main sponsor of this event. Uh, they do a great job with the atmosphere. They do a great job with the food, and they just they're there to back us wherever we need. And it's we couldn't be more grateful for having them involved. And from everything I understand from Farley, I think they're going to continue to be involved for a number of years to come. So
0: yeah, yeah, it's a great great partnership and great atmosphere, as you said, music pumping good crowds throughout the afternoon a three-day event that started today we run wednesday thursday friday of this week with championship games you added girls to the mix this year six girls teams are here along with the eight boys team talk a little bit about that because i know it wasn't easy to schedule and then we'll talk about some schedule changes because of good old mother nature but talk about bringing the girls in here
3: well We're excited about having the girls in here, by by all accounts, and and I do have three sons, so I haven't spent much time over at North for the girls' uh, tournament. But from what I understand, it isn't the same kind of environment. So when we had the opportunity to bring them on board for us, give them the Chick-fil-A atmosphere, give them the DJ, give them the crowds, um, we thought it was a no-brainer. We only got six teams this year. Normally there's eight. And uh, we're hoping that when other schools in the area see the excitement that we're building, that will go back to eight and uh... we'd love to make all the games on this main floor and just start earlier next year but again mother nature i know that's where you're going next is, is is really coming into play for tomorrow with us but we're so excited to have the girls involved we had a great opening game with the girls it was it was one of the more exciting games of the day came right down to the end and um It's just great. It's great to have everyone. And then North and South girls actually kick off tomorrow. Okay. Um, They're playing it. I'm not sure of the times yet because of everything that's changed. But. You know, another great atmosphere. You can see the crowd built up for the South Boys. The North Boys are next, and then I think I would expect the same thing tomorrow for uh, North and South Girls.
0: There was a good crowd for the Merrimack Milford game this afternoon as well, and that was a heck of a game. Now you were supposed to you started today at ten fifteen, right? Was that the first game? Ten forty
3: five was our it's first game.
0: 10-45. The plan for tomorrow was originally a nine thirty game for one of the girls' games, I think, or one of the boys' games, but because of the storm coming in, kind of like. Late morning. You yeah. can't and with New Year's Eve on Saturday, you kinda had to make the decision to move these things up. So you're gonna start games at 830 tomorrow. You'll have gyms in both the medium gym here at Nashville South in the Large Gym going on at 830. And then two more games at ten and ten. A game at eleven forty-five, a game at eleven thirty, and your final game at one fifteen. That'll be the boys semifinal, the second boys semifinal. How tough was that trying to figure out how you're going to make this work? We put it
3: off as long as we could today, but, you know, we saw forecast after forecast. Some were starting at 9, some were starting at noon, some weren't even going to start until later in the day. Finally, Lisa Jingris, our, our AD, had to make that decision, and she did with with the coach's help. And uh, we just figured, you know what, let's, let's just move everything early. It's a little bit earlier than we were hoping for. But we're going to be able to still get all the games in, and then I believe, knock on wood, if uh, if Mother Nature continues to cooperate like we expect it to now, I think Friday there, there shouldn't be any changes. Yeah,
0: because this thing's supposed to be over early exactly. Friday, so your Friday games, your games don't start until you know the same like morning. I think time. it was a
3: 10:45 start originally, and if if there's going to be any change, it could be to that first one. I don't know how the plowing situation will go right. here in the parking lot, but for the most part, we, we're going to do everything we can to, to stay on track.
0: Well, it's it's you always have to worry about that, uh, but that's part of the gig. So I know last year we had some weather too, right? Didn't they have to, like, move the games?
3: I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but we did have the – you'll notice, you know, with the roping that's out there, we were anticipating the, the wet weather, if you will, for Thursday into Friday – And and Lisa Jingris, the AD, again, said, you know what, let's just put it up now so we're used to it and one less thing to set up.
0: I think it's a great idea.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise
0: you'd be out there with a towel.
3: A lot of towels. Yeah. A lot of towels, definitely.
0: All right, John Pinkela, tournament uh, director here, Chick-fil-A National Holiday Basketball Tournament. Love covering this event. We're doing games play-by-play live on the radio tonight. Unfortunately, with the schedule change, we can't be here tomorrow, but we'll be back here on Friday. We'll do the boys' championship game that one's a seven thirty tip time so we will have the girls at five forty five championship on friday and then the boys game after that back correct? to back
3: girls and then guys yep absolutely
0: all right john well you guys do a great job really appreciate the hospitality here setting us up with a prime spot and uh good luck the rest of the tournament well we can't thank you enough for covering it so thank you thank you very much john penkela a proud nashua south uh, dad a bg grad however i think the one task you need to do john is get bg back in this tournament next year yeah, I know you would like that. John Finkela here, thanking him for coming on and uh, talking to us. And now he's got to go back to work. We gave him a little break for a second there as part of the promotion. It's going to be Nashville South Basketball to start this thing off. As they've got Kevin Janel mm-hmm. out there, Sean Holland, Richie Mercado, uh, Jake Wilcox, and Osgood. Max Osgood out there. Lauren Gardat rejoins us now. For Goffstown, Sam Heidenreich, Colby Putnam, Ethan Skinner, uh, Jared Heidenreich, and Ryan Hall out there. So a little bit of a change as they had uh, Jared Heidenreich starting, and his brother Sam was on the bench to start the game. But Sam is out there after having a big first half. But Max Osgood just picks up where Nash South left off, scoring yep. one off the window, a banker, to make it 48-21.
1: Yep, and uh, Goffstown decided to change their defense, went to the man-to-man defense, and... Uh, so ejected accordingly. The great little uh, shot by Max Osgood off the window. It's dead.
0: Yeah, Goffstown uh, doesn't have uh, a player that can defend Max Osgood one on one. He's six foot five, but he is a strong six foot five. Definitely uh, a player of the year candidate here. I think national South may have to I don't know that Max Osgood's going to score twenty points a game, but he's going to be a matchup nightmare on the low post. A bear on the boards, and I think on, on, on offensive glass and the defensive glass, and I think defensively is gonna cause opposing bigs a lot of problems.
1: Uh, yeah, and, uh, and I think a lot of things for Natural South may start with Mac uh, also, but with uh, Kevin Danao and uh, Richie, uh, this, is a, this is a very, very good South team, and I think Mac certainly had the potential to be one of the uh, top players on this
0: team. Yeah, certainly an all state caliber player in Janau interestingly uh enough over the summer i was talking with my 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 partner uh, nhsportspage.com my partner on the new hampshire high school hoop show dave haley and he was talking to jim mulvey the portsmouth coach and they had played nashville south in a summer league game and he's like we got absolutely lit up by this kid from nashville south don't know who the heck he was but he scored about 50 on us so i reached out to nate maserole i was like nate Jim Mulvey says, uh, someone on your team absolutely lit him up. Who was it? He's like, that would be Kevin Janal, And uh, he's certainly a, a real good player. He's had a few three-pointers in this game as Nashville South's up by 27-48 to 21. we got six and a half minutes left mm-hmm. to go in the third quarter.
1: Uh, I, I coach uh, football and track and field here at Nashville that, and Kevin is just a fixer in the weight room, a you here in the gym. Um, I am completely not deprived by how well Kevin has been playing this year.
0: Sam. Sam Heidenreich missed a three and he's gonna say it was an alley oop because Ryan Hall caught it on the other side of the basket and put it in <laughs> off the window for Goffstown bucket.
1: Lavento saw it uh, all <laughs> over again.
0: <laughs> we got a stoppage here and it's a foul against Goffstown. I'm guessing a legal screen.
1: I think we're on odd good.
0: Oh, so it's good. okay, sorry. It was it was uh, it was an offensive foul against Max Osgood. So Goffstown gets it back south, coming with some full court pressure here, man-to-man. And Goffstown breaks it. Jared Heidenreich gonna take it to the basket against Osgood. He throws it up too strong. And the rebound by Sean Holland. Janelle has it on the left-hand side. Janelle, fancy dribble. Janelle down the lane, kicks it right. Wilcox, another three. He finally missed one.
1: Oh, you miss them sometimes. Even even Kevin Durant missed one a couple of times, but uh, Goddam is got starting to get a little pressure on that right now.
0: Heidenreich uh, got the rebound from his brother Jared's missed three, and then Sam missed it, and then he reached in and fouled Osgood, trying to defend as he was bringing it up the court. This is the Southhegan Sabers walking uh, to their locker room? They're going to take on Nashua North in the the next and final game of the day here. They had two girls' games, and this is the third boys' game. There'll be a total of six games today. Right hand side, Mercado dumps it in to Osgood. Moves, spins, got fouled. He'll go to the line.
1: That that was a a nice uh, power dribble right there by Matt Osgood and gets to the free throw line. And uh, non Coach Madswell, that's what he wanted the guy to do drive to the basket, get to the foul line.
0: Now Max is a great football player. Is he going is he committed to some place?
1: Um I, I know that he's been to a couple of schools. I'm not sure about if he's committed somewhere yet. I know he's been to Bentley, I know he's been uh, I think he's been to UNH once but I don't know where he's committed to yet so. Uh, we we'll wait I guess we're still waiting and see.
0: He was a tight end uh, for for South and I don't know if he played defense he, this he year.
1: He was he was the outside linebacker in our defense and um he uh against Dover, he had a great game. Yeah, I think he had like two picks and Oh, a fumble or something like that. I mean, he was just a great defensive there for us, too.
0: Ryan Hall misses the three. Sean Hall, another rebound. Leaves it back for Janelle. We're under five minutes left in the third. It's 49-23, Nashua South on top of Goffstown. Richie Mercado has it outside the arc on the right-hand side. He dribbles it into the middle of the floor now. Picks up that dribble. Needs to get it away to somebody who finds Wilcox. Wilcox spins around on Hall. Right baseline now. Up top, Janelle. Right side. Janal directing traffic, goes between his legs with a dribble. Middle of the floor. Nice crossover dribble. One-handed runner will not go. Rebound tips out to Ryan Hall for Goffstown. Hall into the front court. He got fouled by Janal. A little frustration foul after missing that shot.
1: Uh, Goffstown played great defense in that last possession. They tried to go to uh, an that tried to go to one of their favorite step plays, that UCLA backdoor play, and uh, Goffstown played great defense on that play there.
0: 49 23 is Taylor French in the game for Goffstown for the first time tonight. Six foot four junior. Hall will bring it inbounds at the end of the bench. His coach Mike Gasper looks pretty relaxed sitting down there at the end of the Goffstown bench. Former Merrimack assistant sam heidenreich fires across court to ryan hall thought about the three instead feeds it inside sam heidenreich nice take and scores against wilcox sam heidenreich's had himself a pretty good game the lead is down to 24 49
1: 25. and and uh uh, kind of took a lot of really interesting shots in the last few possessions probably should be under 20 point game right now so so we'll see if they settle down and uh, make them bucket
0: foul on sam heidenreich as he Reached in on Janelle, third a, team foul.
1: That was a big baseline drive by Janelle and uh, gets fouled, it was on a floor foul, but.
0: You get it inside on the inbounds, nice feed to Osgood, reverse layup on the feed from Janelle, 51-25. Heidenreich kind of trips over midcourt, got called for the walk. I think the line, the half court line, jumped up and tripped him. <laughs>
1: And he tipped over the ball, too, and when you slide and stop adjusting the ball, that's the travel.
0: Middle of the floor. Janelle throws it left side. Wilcox on the left baseline. Nice drive, takes it all the way in and scores. Jake Wilcox says, hey, I'm not just a spot-up three-point shooter. I can drive the whole." 53-25. The lead is 28. Left Jen. side Hall, he takes a shot, and it's Ooh. good. Ooh, that's Ryan good shot. Hall from three. And gets three back. It's 53-28, 25-point deficit for Goffstown. 3.05 left to go in this third quarter. Janelle with it, middle of the floor. Swings it right-hand side, Mercado. Mercado bounce pass, top of the free throw line to uh, Holland. And a foul on the pass. He's trying to hit Osgood with the pass, and they get a foul on Goffstown.
1: uh, uh, A forward high-low play. Holland flat to the free throw line. Tried to beat it to Osgood and it was a
0: reach. So Alex Amigo, Clay Medling, and Tony Agor in off the bench for National South. They sit down. Wilcox, Osgood, and uh, Mercado. Inbounds. Oh, they throw great. it to Holland. He couldn't handle it. Ball loose and Gonna now a whistle and a Amigo. foul against South, right?
1: Going to be on Amigo. at uh, the hit.
0: Now Alex... And his brother, Owen Amigo, uh, pretty good football players for Scott Knight and the National South Panthers. Uh, which one's uh, the senior, Owen? Uh, yeah. And Alex is a junior.
1: Yep. And uh, they both played, started on defense, played a lot of minutes on defense, a lot of minutes on offense. Um, they're just great character kids to have in the program and, um, and great leaders as well.
0: Gofftown loses it out of bounds. The South will get it, and they'll make some more substitutions as Bernard is in for Holland. Holland, speaking of football players, what a year he had as a quarterback in National South. Uh, run pass threat for sure.
1: hmm uh, Yeah, over, uh, uh, over 4,000 yards. The of offense for our offense this year, and Sean was certainly one of the major factors for that for us.
0: Amigo with it. Puts it on the floor. Now he heads the other way. Drives to the hole and no good on the basket, but he did get fouled.
1: That is one of uh, Amigo's favorite move, that fake, go the opposite direction. And uh, he gets to the lane almost every time. And he does that, gets to the rim almost every time he does that.
0: Now I'm noticing he's wearing a big brace on his left elbow. He hurt himself in that BG game. I covered the game, the football game. Mm -hmm. And it was... uh, Sort of like Malcolm Mitchell from the Patriots. Remember yeah. in the preseason, Mitchell injured his elbow, was badly dislocated. I think the same thing happened to Amigo.
1: Yeah, uh, I believe it was the thing that happened to him. And But you know what? He kept uh, he kept working real hard. and uh,
0: He came he back, back and played football. Yeah, he
1: came back a few weeks, and uh, he really kept it out, grinded out. Like I said, you want a character like that who can grind it out and play really hard. And he had to steal and finish.
0: Nice job, Alex Amigo. Steals it takes it in and scores, and it's now a 27-point lead, 55-28. Nashville South, final minute 45 of the third quarter.
1: This uh, group on the floor for South, a lot of guys who can run fast, who can dribble it inside, definitely trying to outflank and outrun Goffstown right here.
0: Tony Agar with the ball in the middle of the floor, swings it underneath, all alone Bernard, he missed the bunny, though. He was so open, and he just missed it. Rebound for French from Goffstown. Ryan Hall, left side, throws it up top. he will take the three. It's no good. Offensive rebound, Hall. He rushed it. The big guy meddling in there might have had something to do with that rush shot mm-hmm. by Hall, but it's out of bounds off of Goffstown. Buck 16 left in the third. And Nashville south with the ball in a 27-point lead.
1: Yeah, and Goffstown is playing really, really fast. Uh, Back the ball and... Uh, and uh, lacked a couple opportunities often, but not with that. Doing a great job of uh, scoring some points and playing some really good defense on the other end.
0: And then Tanji with the ball, goes to Bernard. Now up top, Agor, step to the right. Agor swings it to Amigo, a left of the top of the three. Now Amigo takes it to the hole, puts it high off the glass. No, Medling offensive rebound, hits it on the follow-away shot. The big guy, Clay Medling, scores two, and it's 57 57- 28, a 29-point lead. Collins got rejected. He tiptoed down the lane, though. I think he got fouled before Medling swatted the shot away. And it is a foul going against Medling, I guess.
1: I didn't think he touched him, but it was a block. They caught a block foul on him.
0: 45.7 seconds left in the quarter. Collins hits the first of the two free throws. Teagan Collins, 6'3", Junior, for Goffstown. Collins hit them both, it's 57-30. South possession here, final 40 seconds of the quarter. Nyan swings it to Amigo, left-hand side. Amigo takes one dribble, then picks up the dribble, and he bounce passes it over to Medling. They get it to Bernard, now middle of the floor, Nyan with 28 seconds left to go amigo has it bounce pass to agor in the middle now to bernard a step to the left of the top of the three gets it to nyan with 19 seconds left in the quarter <laughs> south kind of backing it off now holding for one here at the end of the third quarter they lead by 27 57 to 30. ivan nyan dribbling it down to five he tries to make his move throws it up no but he got fouled and he'll go to the line for two shots here with 3.2 seconds left to go in a quarter. No, they're saying it's not a shooting foul.
1: No, it's on the floor.
0: So, Ego will bring it in bounds, 3.2 seconds left. He's on the baseline. Gets it in. Bernard doesn't miss the bunny that time. Tyler Bernard scores it at the end of the third, and it is now a 29 point lead. 59 to 30 at the end of three. We'll take a timeout. Come back with more coverage. Nashua South against Goffstown. Chick fil A.
3: SBN New Hampshire. WGAM Manchester. WGHM Nashua.
0: Pete Terrier, Lauren at back here inside Nashua South High School as the Panthers are running away with this one against Goffstown in their opening game of the Nashua. Chick-fil-a holiday basketball classic 59 to 30 opening minute here fourth quarter as Goffstown gets a turnaround jumper from Taylor French to cut it down to a 27 point deficit 59 to 32. South's got a lineup of Tyler Bernard, Ivan Nyantenji, Chase Hart, Clay Medling, and Tony Agor right now. The five on the floor for the South wearing the white with the purple. Hart bounce pass to Agar, he's gonna take a jumper and he hits it from the left of the lane. And it's 61-32 back to a 29 point lead. Carter Shenard with the ball in his hands for Gosstown. gets it away to Teagan Collins and Gosstown's gonna call a timeout while Shenard oh, hey. stopped to tie his shoe. Hmm. Huh? Uh, yeah. Just, you know, yes. I don't, I don't, I don't, that was interesting.
1: It, it was. I, I think some really weird things happen on the floor. You know, between picking up mouthpieces, tying shoes, and even tightening up the string of the pants, a lot of plays going on. (laughs) But when you've the basketball or, you know, covered basketball as long as you have, you've seen some weird things happen.
0: Now, I notice, uh, I'm guessing that's the Thornton Academy team from Saco, Maine. Yep. Walking away right now. They are going to play the winner of this game, so I think they've seen enough. They know they're playing the host team tomorrow.
1: Uh, yeah, and um, uh, they really played a great game against uh, Alvin this afternoon, and uh, um, that's going to be a very, very good team. Uh, great test for Nashville South to play against. Um, they have a lot of size. They were actually able to out-rebound Alvin the whole game, including one of the kids out-rebounded all Alvin Broncos on the floor at the same time.
0: Now, do you think that they are staying in the area?
1: Uh, as far as I've known. Is, I think they're staying at a hotel here in the area so they don't have to travel all the way from Stacco.
0: I mean, yeah. it's it's an hour and 20 minutes out, you know. Obviously, you don't want to be doing it during weather. So, no. probably a good thing that they, they're they staying here for a few days.
1: Yeah, the, the head coach there and coach Maduro, they've, they've known each other for a long time. They're like best friends. So, um, I'm not surprised if they're here at all.
0: Out of the timeout, Gofftown uh, missed a shot. But French is going to go to the line as he got fouled, I think, by the big guy Medling.
1: Uh, yeah, that play might look familiar to you, Pete. Merrimack won the same play. Uh, not surprising Coach Gasper with Coach Goodwood for a very long time over there at Merrimack.
0: Yeah, he had him in the Final Four, Goffstown, last year, uh, his first year as the head coach. They had a different team, Casey Gervais and Tim Como and uh, Mike Bailey. And they definitely had some, uh, some shooters and some big guys.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, this is just a very interesting mix, and um, I I got a feeling it looks like they're trying to sort of figure themselves out, which is um, very typical for the majority of at uh, this time of the year.
0: Nice job by Matt Eberhardt making the steal. Took it away from Bernard. Now back the other way, French on the drive. He took about 17 steps. I didn't think they were going to call it, but the official elected to make the call right there.
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, he just never had control of the dribble. And, and when you don't have control of your dribble and you don't take the right dribble, you travel.
0: And I guess uh, Nyan Tenji's being called for a carry.
1: Uh, That's it. It's a freshman. Not, probably not, not paying attention. They learn anything. And he played uh, a little bit of JV ball as well. So he, he swings? Learned. He swings? Yeah. But I think he's going to be a very, very good basketball player for them. Uh, maybe even next year.
0: 5'7 so. freshman.
1: And uh, he played football for me at the freshman level. And um, he's an athlete. And he really made a lot of good plays uh, on the team, for our football team, and he had the opportunity to make them. So.
0: Of course, this National South team could have had D.J. Frechette, the leading scorer, one of the leading scorers in all of New Hampshire high school basketball. From last year, he uh, left prior to his senior year as Hart missed a three. But offensive rebound Bernard, Frechette went to Governor's Academy, went to prep school prior to his senior season. So, the Stealth team could have been even better with D.J. Franchette on the team.
1: Uh, yeah, and, um, you know, very happy for D.J. when he got that opportunity to play for Governor's Academy. and. Uh,
0: he played football for them, and too. And he
1: played football, too. He's a very, very, very good football player. Um, he took an all-around great athlete. He's a great kid. And I um, heard he's been doing very well at Governor's Academy. So.
0: Bernard has hit a couple of baskets in a row here. And the lead is now 65 65- to 32 33 point lead for nashua south colby putnam bounce pass feeds it to tegan collins spins around in the lane kicks it back out to putnam thought about the three instead is going to bring it back up top to eberhardt 440 left to go in this basketball game it's a 33 point game 65 32 south leading goffstown left baseline collins scoops it up missed it rebound tapped around collins came down with it for goffstown Fed it out to Schinard. Chenard finds French straight on. Jumper will not go. Just inside the arc. Bernard, the rebound, gets it to Niantengi. Nyantenji on the dribble, kicks it. Hart, he'll try a three. Off the back rim. Rebound goes out to Medling. Medling swings a pass down low to Bernard. It was deflected to Agor, and he drains it from the baseline. Nice fallaway shot by Tony Agor, and it's a 35-point lead. 67-32, four minutes left.
1: Uh, yeah, that was a very, very tough shot there by Tony Agor. You know, 15, 16-footer from the short corner. He probably had the backboard in his way. But that was just a great shot. If Tony can pick that shot on bait it, uh watch out for Nashville South, and he comes off the bench. Uh, so now you have another facet to worry about on offense.
0: So it's a foul going against uh, Goffstown here. It's going to be a one-on-one situation for Nashville South. 3.52 left to go. It's going to be Chase Hart. Tell me you don't think Kelly Olenek when you look at that kid.
1: Yeah, he's definitely got the same hairstyle. He's got the same look with the headband. Uh, almost built like him, too. He's you not
0: know, 6'11". He's 6'1", but, uh, well, he's listed at
1: 5'11". I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's almost 6 feet tall. He, he looks like a pretty much sort of kid, kid. I, I think he's going to build out even a little bit more But he's still a fairly young kid. So. Yeah, he's a
0: sophomore.
1: Uh, I think if he fills out, he'll probably go another few inches. And, uh, oh, boy, he's going to be a gonna be a, a hard kid to
0: handle hit a couple of free throws there it's now 69 32 nashua south as collins on the drive puts it up it's no good rebound taken down by agor he's gonna push it himself feeds bernard takes it and misses the shot rebound from hunt for Goffstown up ahead collins that, that, just the bow. bowls his way to the basket and who was standing in his way harper niven Number 34 uh, took the charge.
1: That was, that was absolutely textbook. Got to the rim, turned around, took the body right into, took a shoulder right to the chest. textbook, textbook charge, and I love to see that.
0: Nyan Tenji with it, right-hand side, kicks it to Hart. Hart puts it on the floor in the lane, hits the shot, makes the leaner chase Hart. 71-32, 39-point lead.
1: Yeah, in the summer, that's one of his favorite 29 points, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that that, that move he made over the that's one of his favorite moves. He did a lot in summer, so very good at that.
0: Eberhard hits a three for Goffstown, 71 35. Here's Hart trying to match. Offensive rebound. Bernard gets the bounce. 73 35, 28 point lead for Nashville South. Final two minutes, 35 seconds. Oh,
1: that is. That is the weirdest bounce of everything a basketball take. <laughs>
0: the ball just went right through the lane, right into the hands of Tegan Collins, who was alone underneath, and he missed the shot.
1: Igor uh, fell down and tried to pass it to the guy that Ego was covering, and it ended up underneath the basket.
0: I think they got a traveling violation against Niven, so Gosstown will get it back. Now, we haven't seen uh, Roz Alkali, or Alkale. 6'5", Jr. for Nashville South. Is he injured?
1: I don't, I don't see him on the bench. I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with him. Uh, again, this is vacation time. A lot of teams are probably missing quite a few kids. Uh, I think Alvin had a couple kids missing, too, but I haven't, I don't know yet.
0: And another person I don't see a familiar sight on the Nashville South bench, Ray Derusha.
1: Uh, he is currently the JV uh, coach for the girls team.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: he took that position over there. Uh, and the gentleman seated next to him, John Bourgeois, he is the new JV coach for National South. Very good friend of mine, and he's, uh, he's a very, very good coach.
0: John Bourgeois? Yeah. Okay. Collins hit one free throw, missed the second. Agor comes away with it. Two minutes to go. Agor going to attack the rack. Missed it. South crashing the board, but somehow Eberhardt came down with it. And the ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Nashville South. I think Bernard knocked it out.
1: Yeah, there were, there were three guys there around the basketball.
0: And uh those situations happen. Collins throws it to Eberhardt, hit a three from the other side of the top of the key, and missed that one. And here comes Champa, or excuse me, uh Bernard. I get <laughs> Champa, I get John Paul Champa and Tyler Bernard confused. They're both six foot tall.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, John Paul's not playing. I think he's um, still uh, recovering from an injury, suffered in the football season. Um, he's another very, very good player. Coach Tim at the freshman as well.
0: Minute 10 left to go. Goffstown trying to get this, uh, keep this under 30. It's seventy-three thirty-six right now. Everhard on the drive, lost it, got it back, kicked it out to Chenard.
1: Great, great defense by Tyler Bernard on the drive. Uh, Goffstown's gone out with a 5 outlook.
0: Eberhardt sticks a Good. three in the corner as Matt Eberhardt has had a couple of threes here in the fourth quarter. It's now 73-39. Ooh, roughly put the whistles
1: away for
0: the last minute there. Yeah, here comes Schannard back the other way. 39 seconds to go. Schinard feeds it to Hunt. Now Colby Putnam sizes up a three right side. Will not go. Rebound. Bernard Fed 9 ahead to Agor missed the shot. Final 25 seconds, Gobstown possession here. 73-39, they trail. Chenard with it in front of his own bench on the left sideline. Feeds it left baseline. Collins with the ball fake. Got slapped away by Bernard. 14 seconds left. Chouinard's going to fire a three. It's no good. Rebound taken down by Niven. And with seven seconds left, Ivan Niantengi is going to walk it up over half court. And this one is over. Your final score, Nashville South beats it. Beats Govstown. 73 to 39. They advance to the semifinals tomorrow. They'll take on Thornton Academy out of Saco, Maine. 11:30 in that boys semi-final. Winner of that game moves on to the championship game on Friday night at 7:30 against the winner of the Merrimack game against the North South winner, or North South winner, I should say. North and South will square off in about a half hour from now, I believe. Yep. 7.30 tip time. So we'll take uh, a timeout now, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about this one, and then we'll get ready for another game. Lauren Gardette along with Pete Terrier, Nashua South beats Gosstown and they move on to the semifinals. You're listening to exclusive radio coverage of the Chick-fil-A National Holiday Basketball Tournament on ESPN New Hampshire. We're in between games here. Nashua South has defeated Govstown by a 73-39 final in the third of four boys' games here at Nashua South High School. Pete Terrier along with Lauren Godet, we got Tim Glenday back at our ESPN New Hampshire studios on Main Street in Nashua running the show. Coming up next, we got got Salhegan High School Division II team playing against Nashua North. A D1 team in North off to an 0-1 and start in D1. They lost to Salem in their opener uh, before the holiday break. Of course, Nashua North uh, returns uh, one of the best players in the state, Alonzo Linton. They were bit by the prep school transfer bug, too, though. Uh, yeah. As uh, Ronnie Silva went on to prep school. We'll talk about that game and these teams uh, a little bit later. As we got about, actually, they cut down. They yeah, we, the had, time ready. we had 27 minutes between games. They just cut it in half.
1: Yeah, I mean. So I, now we're only
0: 14 minutes away from the next game, which is fine by me.
1: Yeah, that's fine by me, too. I would like to get home a little earlier tonight. You never know what I mean. But you, you know what? But I think the best thing is we have we have less time to wait for a great game. And I think they're going to be uh, two very uh, different-styled games. And I think these two are going to be able to match up against each other very well.
0: Well, let's talk about. The National South Panthers, who were very impressive in that yep. win against Goffstown. And, look, I know they were playing a, a Division Two team, Goffstown, who is not going to be one of the better teams in Division Two this year. Lost a lot from last year, a team that went to the Final Four in D2. But you got to be happy if you're Coach Nate Maserol with the way you spread that offense around. Uh, you found out that Jake Wilcox is not a one-hit wonder with the 19.5 three-point mm-hmm. game three-pointer game against Pinkerton in the opener. Uh, he went out and hit four threes in the first quarter, and Stealth just won this thing going away.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Jake got a great start, and he can have a great start um, almost every game like he did today. Uh, Certainly, they're going to be a very, very hot team debate. And, uh, but I think at the same time, uh, Kevin Kevin had a great game, too. Uh, Mac had a very, really, very good game, too. So, I think that as a whole... They're going to be a tough team to beat because they have different pieces that can uh, really make it very hard for a team to beat them.
0: Yeah, they didn't need to have Janal go for 25, 30 points in this game. They, they really didn't need it. Even when they brought the second team in, guys like uh, Chase Hart and Alex Amigo and Tyler Bernard, those guys you know, were all big factors in the game uh, off the bench too.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, everything that a coach wants is an ability for everybody to contribute, to the game and I think it's fair to say everybody who played in this game scored at least two points The four points it seems like or had a major major contribution to this game. If you can have six, 10 guys contributing in a game, you're going to be a very very hard team to beat.
0: Let's talk a little bit about Golfstown uh, from their perspective now. They fall into the losers bracket. Uh, they're going to play uh, Alvern tomorrow uh, 10 o'clock in the uh, medium gym here as one of two games going on at 10 o'clock. As we said, because of the snow coming in tomorrow, these games were actually supposed to start at, uh, there was supposed to be a game at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Well, there still is, but only it's gonna start at 8.30. They're gonna have two of those games. But they were gonna have single games on this floor in the big gym, starting it at at 9.30 in the morning and finishing around nine o'clock with the second boys semifinal. But they had to kind of condense everything, get people out of here. So they're going to have uh, the second semifinal game. So Merrimack against the winner of this next game, North and Southhegan they're going to start at 1.15 tomorrow afternoon. Mm. So luckily for Merrimack and North or Southhegan whoever gets that game, it's yeah. not a long ride home, but they're going to be driving in some snow when they get out of here tomorrow afternoon around 3, 3.30 or so. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, like Coach Madwell said on your uh, radio show the other day, if you're to about junkie, this is the place to be. Now, I've been here almost all day, and it really has been just a great day of basketball. And uh, if, you are, if you want a little basketball before the snow caves you in, I would definitely recommend coming here, uh, getting a ticket. It'll probably split between both gyms.
0: How was the, uh, the attendance for the earlier games?
1: Um, you know, I had a lot of the you know the hometown fans, um, and a couple of other sort of coaches here, but um, I think with like the North and the South game, there always be more people because the we are home team around here.
0: All right, we'll take another timeout. We'll come back. We're inching closer to the start of the Sauhegan game against uh, Nashua North. The Titans led by Alonzo Linton, Sky Boykin. Looking forward to seeing them for the first time. Sauhegan Sabres, uh, a little bit of a rough start in Division Two. I believe they're off to an 0-3 start so far. That game coming up uh, about 10 minutes from now listening to exclusive coverage of the Chick-fil-A National Holiday Basketball Tournament. It's on ESPN, New Hampshire. Back here inside Nashua South High School gymnasium. It is uh, the Chick-fil-A National Holiday Basketball Tournament, the fourth boys game of the day. Sahuhegan High School against Nashua North High School, about four minutes and uh, 20 seconds away from the tip-off. They're actually moving this one up uh, by about, I don't know, 15 Binda. minutes or so, but not going to get any complaints uh, from me here, Peter, along with Lauren Gardett. And uh, something she knows about a lot is Nashua High School Sports. What can you tell us about this Nashua North team? Because this is a team that has been very good in recent years. They were a Final mm-hmm. Four team two years ago. Good team last year got knocked off, I think, by Memorial in the first yep, round Well uh, the second round. But they're bringing back one of the best players in the state, Alonzo Linton.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a player that that uh, could kind of make a team that much better in the last few years than Alonzo Linton. Even some of the guys that I've coached, He's uh, he done so many different things for that team, um, for their team, and um, he's really he's really a great uh, he's a great player to watch. So it's going to be a fun fun day of basketball.
0: Now, Sky Boykin is another name that was uh, seeing minutes last year, significant minutes. Uh, big guy Levi Goslem was hurt most of last year. Yep. I'm sure he's going to be a factor if he uh, is healthy. And then uh, they got another big guy, Vishvak foot five senior. So they've got some size here. And it's not, you know, Clay Medling, 6'9", national stealth, but he's very, very skinny. Their big guys are tall and big.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I don't know if he's going to go up against a just a solid group of guys that are just, they're not just big, but they're big and they're strong and they're athletic. Um, I think North in Division One that I've seen may have the best uh, front court in Division One, though. So, but I haven't seen everybody.
0: Now they also got a, a new player coming in, but a player familiar with the program, a familiar with the coach, Casey Lane, who. Played his first two years of high school basketball at Wilton Limeborough, Division Four, won a championship when he was a freshman there with the great Jordan Litz. He's now transferred to play for his dad here at Nashua North.
1: Uh, yeah, Katie um, is Katie uh, a very very good player uh, in a own right uh, guard. He can really uh, he can make plays with the dribble. He make plays on defense as well. I think he's really gonna. Um, I think he's really gonna provide a really different. Uh, Add back to the team, that they probably wouldn't didn't have if he's not on the team yet. All
0: right, we'll take another timeout before we get you to the tip here of Nashua North against Salhegan here. Fourth a boys game, sixth game overall today here at the Nashua Chick Fil A Holiday Basketball Tournament. You're listening to exclusive radio coverage of the game on ESPN New Hampshire.
1: Like I mean, the kid went on his, on his backside.
0: Back here inside the gym, Nashua South High School, Southhegan Sabres being introduced right now from the PA announcer, Adam Buskey, former Nashua High uh, graduate. Nice. And <laughs> yeah, they've announced their starting five it's uh, Ryan Bame, Ryan Hickey, Max Leonard, George Carlson, and I think Davis Biddle. Number 33, the last one for Nashua North. Jordan Buckmeyer, Skyler Boykin in the backcourt. Alonzo Linton up front. Levi Goslin in the front court, just being announced, wearing number 22 for Nashua North. And then Vishvek Vitaval. wearing number 33, six foot five, a senior. Now they'll pause for the national anthem, then we'll have the tip-off. They've had a different national anthem, different version, some of them every, instrumental, some of them everything, sung.
1: everything. It had a different one. It's about every game I've been at the last uh, three games I've been here. It's been a pretty fun, pretty fun exciting afternoon.
0: So getting ready. The teams are uh, huddled up. North Titans wearing the uh, home whites. And Hegan in the road blacks.
1: And and uh, new unis. For you yeah. had different one blocks here. Looking sharp. Yeah, those, those look nice.
0: Minutes. Those look nice. So, as I said, Bame and Hickey in the backcourt, uh, Max Leonard, George Carlson, and Davis Biddle up front. It's going to be uh, Carlson jumping center against Vitaval for Nashua North. As the Titans will be going left to right to start things off. And a tap controlled by Vitaval, but it went into the hands of Max Leonard for sohegan Leonard's going to throw it on the left-hand side to Hickey, and they feed it back to Leonard. Missed the jumper. Rebound taken down by Buckmeyer, National North. Left side, Linton. He's going to drive the left baseline, takes it right to the hole, and puts it in. Alonzo Linton starting off, giving the Titans a 2-0 lead here.
1: Uh, yeah, you, you cannot allow... Alando Linton to get into the into the paint like that. Uh, you're, just, you're gonna score points point almost every time he does that.
0: Hickey missed the jump shot, rebound, offensive board by Leonard of South and it went out of bounds. It's gonna stay saber ball as it was tipped out of bounds, I think, by Sky Boykin.
1: Uh yeah, and yeah. um, uh, uh, was with the as Well, So
0: Get it into Leonard. He swings it cross court. Into the hands of Bame, now up top to Hickey. Hickey throws it to Leonard, now to Bame, left corner into the hands of Hickey for Salhegan. Hickey on the drive, Hickey scoops it up, over Vidaval, missed the shot. Vidaval got the rebound, got it to Linton, Linton's gonna race it up. Right hand side, Buckmeyer bounce pass, low block, Goslin scores off the window, it's 4 0 North.
1: Yeah, Goslin, hit the big body down there.
0: Biddle on the drive, missed it. Rebound offensive board by Carlson. They can't get it to go, but it'll stay with Southhegan They'll get another chance here on offense.
1: Uh, very early second chance opportunities for Salhegan. um Not uh, converting them. It's probably going to hurt them later on in the game.
0: Pass to Carlson. Scored in the foul off the inbounds play. Nice feed from Max Leonard.
1: Uh, running a very, very popular uh, action um, on the inbound and uh, very successful in getting to the line.
0: Chance for a three-point play here for Carlson. He hits the free throw, and it's 4-3 to three north on top of South. He can buy one here, opening couple of minutes of this game. Buckmeyer with it up top to Boykin. I don't think you're going to find a faster player in the NHIAA than Sky Boykin.
1: Yeah, uh, and uh, also, you're not going to find one of uh, a premier lockdown defender. Uh, this summer, he's really worked hard on his uh, lockdown defense. So hopefully, we're we'll going to see that tonight.
0: Missed a three. Here comes Hickey on the drive for Sal Higan. Off the window, scoring. Nice take by Ryan Hickey. was not intimidated by the bigger North defenders, and Sal has got a one-point lead, that five
1: is, to four. That was a great defense. North got two guys back on on the board in conversion, but... Tauhegan was a better play high off the grass.
0: Alonzo Linton just took it to the hole and just knifed through the lane and finger rolled it up and in to give North back the lead 6 5.
1: And now they're uh, putting a little pressure on the point guard here at Tauhegan.
0: Here's Hickey for three left side. It's good. Hickey scoring his second straight basket. That one was from downtown. And it's 8 6. Sabres. Linton outside the arc on the right hand side. Linton feeds it to Goslin now up top to Boykin. Boykin's going to back it off near the Nashville South logo, the Panther logo, and the big N in the middle of the floor. Here's Goslin up top, right hand side, Vidival. Vidival holding it high, looking to go to someone. Now he spins and puts it on the floor on the right baseline. Feeds Goslin right wing now up top, Linton. North being patient here on this possession. Looking for a good shot.
1: A great man-to-man defense by Hegan and uh, really not a North is looking to the post in the corner, back to the reverse, and No, are not finding that.
0: Linton on the drive, missed it short. Rebound Biddle, bounce pass up ahead to Biddle. Biddle at the free throw line, kicks it bame. Now Hickey in the right corner for three. It's no good. Rebound Boykin, outlet, Linton knocked away. Nice defensive play Ooh. by Max Leonard.
1: Ooh, that's an interesting guy. Uh, one official said Dougheedan, uh, the other one said North. And they override, and they override each other.
0: So North's going to keep. Alonzo Linton won that argument. Throws it inbounds to Boykin.
1: And it looks like we have a down defense with Dougheedan.
0: Left side, Buck Meyer feeds it left baseline to Goslin. He got pushed. I think they'll get a foul on Carlson. Yep. You know, I'm not so sure that I'm, I've been calling number 21 Max Leonard because that's what it says in the mm-hmm. roster. But I'm not so sure that's not Anderson Jafar, uh-huh. who is listed as number 11.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll have to confirm that. Uh, at yeah,
1: halftime. We, uh, we will uh, get back to everybody on that.
0: Here's Boykin with it, middle of the floor, left side. Buckmeyer. Buckmeyer's gonna take a jumper. It's back rimmed. Buckmeyer tried to get his own rebound, and it went to Goslin. Goslin puts it on the floor. Strong take to the hole, missed. Got his own rebound, goes up strong, missed it. The tip by Buckmeyer, and then Goslin got a tip. They had about five chances three. at possession, and Goslin tipped it in. We're tied at eight.
1: Yeah, three, three chances on there. This game may be uh, about offensive rebounds, and we have a travel here against the Sabers.
0: I'm gonna call a walk on Ryan Bame as they're gonna bring in Connor Mack off the bench, number 32. He's a senior.
1: This Did a very small, small lineup with Daughigan. Uh, we'll see what they do at the one, one-one-three-two-three three zone here.
0: They go to Goslin left baseline, up top Boykin tracks it down. Boykin down the lane floater is good. Sky Boykin
1: uh, over, over two defenders that jumped up with him.
0: Linton almost stole the inbounds as they're coming full-court pressure.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, after uh, Salhegan got a couple, got four or five points uh, in conversion, uh, pressing it, they don't they want to stop that ball.
0: 3.35 left to go first, period. It's 10-8, Nashua North on top. Ryan Hickey has the basketball for Sauhegan. Got it to the other Ryan in the backcourt, Ryan Bain. He finds Hickey, right side on the drive, kicked it up top. Jaffard swings it, left corner. Bame tried to feed it down low to Biddle. The ball knocked away, but restolen by Salhegan. It's Bame with the basketball. He's going to retreat and reset the offense here. Finds Jaffard, left side, left corner. Biddle's going to fire a three. It's short. Rebound Linton. Linton's going to push it up himself with the dribble. oh Linton bounce pass to Boykin. Had to chase it down in the left corner. Now he'll reset.
1: Uh, we have Patrick McCarthy, Patrick McCarthy for North with a great deal on the other end, but they weren't able to get it converted. And now we have uh, Jordan Buckmeyer with a little short little jumper.
0: Buckmeyer got an offensive rebound, put it in. It's 12-8 North, four-point lead. Bame with it, left-hand side, got it knocked away by Boykin, but Jafar now down the lane with it for South. He can score. It's travel. The foul. It's oh, a travel. they call it a travel. Mm-hmm. Now no
1: back, get a travel.
0: Here comes another reserve, Jeff Baim. He's a, a little bit of
1: size on the floor now. For, so
0: yeah, they put uh, Mack in there. He's got some pretty good size. He's in there with Biddle and Jaffard. And they've got Hickey and Jeff Baim up top. Missed shot, no good by C.J. Barrett off the Titan bench. And Hickey just got his pocket picked by Boykin. Are they going to call a foul on this guy? Yes. Up,
1: uh, out of bounds on the baseline. Oh, Okay. Uh, again, Boykin with another great defense to play on the ball. Um, pe- people don't have the game plan to make sure he's not around the ball when, when, when he's on defense.
0: So Patrick McCarthy in off the bench along with C.J. Barrett. Here's a three by Jaffard.
1: C- and Anderson Barrett.
0: Jaffard. It is Anderson Jaffard. There was a mistake in the program. So that's that, yeah. Andy Jaffard with a three for sauhegan It's 12-11 now. Hegan down one against Nashua North, final two minutes of this first quarter.
1: DJ uh, Baird got screened on the uh, inbound play that led for the three. Um, the Tipper heavy team runs the action, so and just ran. So, great play by South Hogan.
0: Linton just reached from behind on Andy DeFar- Jaffard. So it's gonna be a foul against Alonzo. it be a possession foul. Only uh, four fouls have been called here in this uh, first quarter so far. Three of them against Nashua North.
1: Uh, it's been a very finesse game through and through uh, uh, with, and since that he went to the zone in particular it really hasn't been uh, aggressive
0: left side Jafar he just hit a 3 now he steps inside the arc almost uh, shot it but Ryan Hickey has it now right side being guarded by Boykin they fed it inside Cook. to uh, someone off the bench trying to figure out who that is here Ryan Snow 34 and they got a foul against north
1: yeah they tried to run a pick and roll and uh, boykin with guy on the ball and he has to beat the screen and got underneath it
0: nice bounce pass off the inbounds from jaffard to snow but snow couldn't hit the basket back the other way it's mccarthy mccarthy feeds goslin swing it left side boykin's three is short rebound Uh-oh. taken down by snow snow got stripped by boykin boykin dives on the, on the ball saves it up ahead to Buckmeyer. buckmeyer has got McCarthy with him. Buckmeyer takes, and he scores right at the cup. 12-14-11 is the score. North up by three. Good take by Jordan uh, uh Yeah,
1: that was a, that was a great play by C.J. Uh, Boykin. Dived on the floor and gets it up ahead, I believe, to uh, McCarthy, who found Buckmeier down the lane.
0: You just call him C.J. Boykin.
1: Mm, yeah. yeah.
0: That's his older brother.
1: That is the better.
0: Sky Boykin.
1: And I believe the Dad then the staff uh, from Yeah,
0: his dad Clyde, yes, one of the assistants. And CJ played at Bishop Gurdon, actually. Uh, he did. Score from McCarthy for Nashua North, and it's 16-11, uh, the chance to make it a three-point play.
1: And again, one, that great play. He got to the basket before, you uh, know, a little late on the rotation by Stahugan. Uh, that going make it a three-point play and a chance to make it a six-point game with under 30 seconds to play in here in the first quarter.
0: 28.4 seconds left to be exact. Winner of this one uh, plays Merrimack tomorrow in the semifinals. That'll be the uh, late game, if you will, tomorrow. 1.15. How's 1.15 p.m. for a late game? Not too shabby. He made the free throw. McCarthy did. 17 11, final 25 seconds of the quarter. Jeff Baim's going to bring it up against the pressure from Barrett for Nashua North. Baim has it with 16 seconds, right hand side to Snow. Snow's going to put it on the floor. Bounce pass down the lane to Biddle. He got held up by Barrett, and Barrett took it away on the steal. Now Linton with five seconds. Linton underneath. And he Wonderful. had a nice pass to Shy Durham. But Durham had it knocked away with 1.5 seconds left. It will be Shy Durham on the line for a couple of shots.
1: Uh, Shy Durham, he's the team for the team. He's another kid to watch out for. Um, I do, and he didn't start, but he'll come off the bench and he'll, play, he'll contribute to the better game he plays in.
0: So they got a Sky and a Shy on the team. And a fishback. Uh,
1: yeah, and then at the. That, that sounds like a very good law firm name right there. Sign sign.
0: Missed the, one of the free throws, hit one of them, man. At the end of one, it's 18-11, Nashua North. We will take a timeout, come back with second quarter action. You're listening to exclusive radio coverage of the Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament on ESPN New Hampshire.
3: FNL Winter on ESPN New Hampshire.
0: Second quarter action underway, and Nashua North, a steal as Salhegan was trying to take it into the front court, and Sky Boykin uh, passed ahead to Levi Goslin for a layup, and it's now 20-11. to It was 18-11, Nashua North on top of Salhegan into the first quarter. Pete Terrier along with Lauren Gaudette here on the call. we got Tim Glenday back at our ESPN New Hampshire studios on Main Street in Nashua. Salhegan's got a lineup of Ryan Bame. Andy Jafard, Ryan Hickey, they got George Carlson and Davis Biddle out there on the floor. Hickey has the basketball. Hickey's been their best player in the uh, first half so far. Jafard misses a jumper, rebound tapped around. Jafard came down with it, fed it out to Hickey outside. The stripe on the right side, and Hickey drains a three. It's 20-14. to 14.
1: And, and it's a second champ opportunity and if I know Steve Lane, he's probably telling these guys we cannot allow them to have second-chance opportunities, and now they've chunked the lead to six, and uh, so he can get the ball back after an offensive foul over the back.
0: Yeah, Linton missed a three on the other end, trying to match Hickey's three, and a foul going against Nashua North. So the Sabres will get it back. they got a one-man press here. It's, what is it, a yeah, one
1: one-three-one one, three, one. court press. Uh, this is certainly something Coach Boykin though he's done wherever he's gone, but uh, this is just a great defense, and it fit them really well. They're very long. They have Linton on one side and Gosselin on the other.
0: And they find that underneath the biddle, and he dribbles it out on the left baseline. Now Jafard up top for three. Missed it short. Rebound Boykin. Boykin's going to try and attack on the dribble. He slices through the defense to the basket, hung in the air. Missed it. Linton hanging on the rim at the end of that. But it's a foul against sauhegan
1: uh, yeah, Boykin took the rebound, brought it all the way down to the other end and got to the free throw line, um, you know, the third right to the trifecta for a point guard.
0: 6.18 left to go first half. Buckmeyer's getting set to check in. Boykin missed the first free throw. Another uh, player off the bench for Coach Lane, Sean Deserick, senior forward, is going to check in as well. He wears number 23. So Vitival sits down, and so does Barrett. So Boykin and Buckmeyer, along with Linton, Goslin, and Deseret. Here's Ooh. Ryan Bame attacking the basket all the way in and scores over Jordan Buckmeyer. Nice take by Ryan Bame.
1: Uh, Linton met the tier and I got two points the other way.
0: 21 16, Salhegan within five. It was, I think, what, 20 to 11 as North scored uh, early, but it's been five straight points for Sauhegan. we got a foul on Hickey.
1: Boykin, Boykin put the move on him, and uh, the hand got on him. One of the things the officials are looking for this year, more uh, touching and weak foul than they have in the past.
0: Oh, ah, okay. It's a point of emphasis? Yep. Boykin with the basketball working against Hickey. Boykin left side to Buckmeyer. Buckmeyer's going to shovel it to Deserick. Now on the right-hand side, a Boykin. Boykin, quick move with the crossover, dribble to get free. Fed it to Gosselin up top, now Buckmeyer. Buckmeyer hits Linton, deep left wing. Linton puts it on the floor on the left wing. Linton drives to the baseline, got rejected by Biddle, out of bounds off of Sahuhegan. So North will keep it here. 21-16, they lead 5.5 left first half.
1: Uh, Sahuhegan, uh, great rotation. They had two men on uh, Linton as he drove to the basket.
0: So Sabre's gonna call a timeout, coach Peter Pierce. He took over after Mike Heaney went from the Sauhegan boys team to the Sauhegan uh, girls team. And now Pete Pierce, uh, he's had some decent teams uh, over the last couple of years. They've made it to the championship game, I wanna say 2012, maybe 2013, that Brandon Lenn, Jake Kennedy team. Jake Kennedy, of course, uh, ended up going to UNH to play on a football scholarship, mm-hmm. and Brandon Lamb was uh, a great player, a great point guard for the Sauhegan Sabres. Saw a great game here. Uh, it must have been in the holiday tournament. I think it was a Saturday. Sauhegan against Nashua South. Uh, Tim Preston hit a shot at the buzzer to win the game. You were yep. here. Yep,
1: uh, I, I was here for that game. I was, that, was, uh, that was one of the best games ever, and I think that was the same tournament. I think North and South went on about the beat as well.
0: Yeah, we had, a co- year before that. we had a few where North played South uh, in the championship game, and, of course, that's what the tournament organizers would want, uh, but it hasn't happened. Last year it was North against Merrimack. we got a jump ball here after a missed shot by Nash. And North so he can has the arrow. So they're going to get the, the basketball back. 524 left to go in the first half. They're down by five.
1: Uh, now North has gone full court man-to-man. Um, definitely trying to find a way to – get uh, turnover, and they got one here by Garton.
0: And Linton missed the slam, but he got fouled. That's absolutely right. They're mixing up the defenses, and uh, they've been getting some turnovers.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so he's, uh, so he's getting second-hand points on the other end, keeping them in. Now North is trying to get turnovers and can convert those into very easy buckets the other way.
0: Linton on the line. He's got a couple here. Missed it short.
1: Leaned away from that shot a little bit. And sometimes they would end up a little short.
0: Second one on the way from Linton. That one's good. So it's 22-16, six-point. Nashua North lead, 5-10 left to go first half. More man-to-man full-court pressure here as Boykin's in the shirt of Hickey as he brings it across the timeline. And he just went over and back with it. So mm-hmm. just that mere presence of Sky Boykin, that pressure, and it wasn't the most in-your-face pressure he usually gives you, but it yeah. caused another turnover. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, Boykin's probably going to be one of the best uh, on-by-defenders in Division I, and uh, so he's having a hard time with it. He's made a lot of great plays on the ball. So
0: Right-hand side, now on the left to Linton. Linton throws it cross-court to Buckmeyer, has it on the baseline, swings it back, Linton's three-left side is off the mark. But an offensive rebound, Levi Goslin goes up and puts it in. Levi goslin has been real, real busy on the offensive glass. And the lead is 8 now, 24-16, to 4.5 left first half. Uh,
1: that, that might be the theme of this game, 2nd 10th point.
0: Jafar, bad pass, looking for Ryan Bame, Out of bounds into the third row of the bleachers. So North will get it back. And does hegan want another timeout? No, what they do is... They want uh, Jeffrey Kieswetter. That's a guess on how to pronounce that name. K-I-E-S-E Wetter, W-E-T-T-E-R.
1: I'd probably say the same thing.
0: We'll go with it.
1: On, the, on that turnover, though, you have both Levi Gosselin and alando Linton on the ball. Two guys, six, four, uh, uh, double-teaming on the pick and roll.
0: Yeah, that's going to cause problems. It'll, yeah. it'll eliminate your passing lanes for sure. Here's Boykin, misses the followaway away three, rebound to Hickey for Sauhegan four minutes left they're down by eight Boykin steals it Boykin takes it to the basket scores it off the window that's a pickpocket if you ever saw one right there by Sky Boykin 26 16 10 point Titan lead
1: he must have like four or five steals of some sort he just been all over the
0: ball today Hickey missed it on the drive down the lane rebound Buckmeyer up ahead to Boykin crossover to get free Boykin scoops it up hit the side of the backboard a little out of control there. Here comes Ryan Bame. got bothered by Buckmeyer, then shoveled it into the hands of Biddle. Biddle's pass picked off by Linton. Linton tries to bring it up the left sideline on the dribble. Linton down the lane. He got rejected, but it's a foul against Sauhegan. so Linton should be going to the line. Fouls on Bame. 321 left to go first half. Alonzo Linton... Trying to extend the lead. It's a 10-point game, 26-16 right now. Both teams got three players waiting at the scores table to check in. Linton's first free throw is good. For Sal Hegan, they're going to bring Jafard back in, along with Nate Gibbons for the first time, number 35, a, a senior. And they also brought Jeff Bain back in, number three. Goslin sat down. Deserick sat down they got pat mccarthy back in the game and cj barrett back out there linton missed the second one and scoring it right off the bench jeff keyswetter
1: he says i'm making
0: you say that name
1: pete he debucked it and in that conversion and transition and steve lane i know is not happy about that
0: cj barrett missed the three from the left corner and we got a foul going the other way so here comes uh Shai Durham back in the game for Linton. So I think
1: I think he would I think he would for a shooter and Linton with missed, missed the free throw. Gotcha.
0: That's the best way to stay in the game. You missed that free throw. You know someone's coming for you. I'm missing that free throw. I'm not coming out.
1: But <laughs> I'm the free throw to get out of practice.
0: <laughs> Here's Jafard left hand side being guarded by Durham and a little bit too closely guarded, as the foul going against Shy Durham. It's a possession foul. So the Sabres only, will have it inbounds on the baseline.
1: Only the fifth foul for North in the whole half. though. So, great per- defense.
0: Yeah, pretty good considering they've done a lot of pressing. Biddle missed the shot inside. Ball loose on the floor. It's tied up as Barrett was tied up with uh, Gibbons. So, Sahegan has uh, lost possession. North will take it over with the arrow. Uh,
1: looks like Salhegan's still in the zone.
0: Here's Shy Durham's three left side. It's no good. Rebound, Jaffard. One and done for the Titans on that trip. Up ahead, they find Jeff Bame. Bame to the basket. Missed it. Offensive rebound, Keyswetter, And it went out of bounds off his knee, so it'll still it'll be North basketball. See Tom King in the house. I bet you he spent his day at the Conway Arena covering hockey for the Nashville Telegraph. Yeah,
1: probably. It's is a great time to be on Riverside Street uh, this, this week between uh, the hockey tournament and this, and this tournament.
0: Two fifteen left to go first half. Boykin feeds Durham another three. That one is Makes good. It. Missed one the last trip down the floor, but didn't miss that time. And Shai Durham extends the lead back to double digits. thirty to 18 after that three.
1: If Shy Durham can hit three, then hit shots like that uh, coming off the bench, uh, he's going to be a very dangerous part for this North team.
0: He's wetter with it. Got his oh, another one pass from McCarthy. picked off. McCarthy's going to bring it back the other way. Lost control of the dribble, though. Now he gets it back on the left baseline. Feeds it to Durham. Scores it somehow. He threaded the needle with that pass. It wasn't the prettiest of plays for Pat McCarthy, but he'll take the assist. And they're going to call a delay a game warning against National North for messing with okay. the basketball uh, coming out of the cylinder.
1: Uh, uh, Durham, yeah, Durham hit it out of bounds.
0: 32-18, 14-point lead. For Nashville North, minute and a half left to go in the half. Jaffard, right hand side, Gibbons. Now up top, Jeff Bame. Bame feeds Jaffard, passes it left side. Keyswetter for three, and it's good. Jeffrey Keyswetter.
1: And a timeout.
0: Timeout on the floor, minute 21 left to go. 11-point deficit for Salhegan, 32-21, to but this has been much closer the Nashua South against Goffstown, which was a runaway.
1: Uh, yeah, it was a runaway from the start. I mean, um, at the uh, end of the first quarter, with twenty nine 29-9. Uh, this game is certainly much different, and it's starting to um, Northern get a lot of momentum, uh, including the lead as the minute goes on.
0: So they scored 29 points in the first quarter? Wow.
1: Yeah. And. and. Uh, that's a
0: that's you're on pace for a buck 20.
1: Yeah, 37 points. So, if, you know,
0: if my math is correct. That's pretty good.
1: Your math is your right. You can leave the math to me.
0: I remember well. a game a couple of years ago I was here. It was Nashville South against Exeter. I'm sure you remember that game. I think it was ninety-three seventy-nine. 79 South beat Exeter. and It was DJ Frechette against Brian Holmes, sort of like Larry Bird, Dominique Wilkins from back in 88, was- Mono mono uh, battle. I think Holmes had... 41 dj had 39 or something like that it was a hell of a game Uh,
1: yeah i was was scouting that night but i think i was following you on twitter and and dave on twitter and i was like holy smoke yeah it was
0: an awesome game
1: well if you you want to see 80 points it's good to memorial (laughs) Park.
0: yeah here's a three ball barrett sticks one cj barrett from the right hand side 50 seconds to go the lead back to 14 35 21
1: and it'll be a, a block.
0: Foul going against Kess. Andrew Terrace, forty-four.
1: And I think offensively that he can find a way to beat this North defense. They've gone out with a five-out set, nobody in the paint, and they' actually gotten he's able to get the ball inside and kick it out for three. Which is exactly what that offense is designed to do.
0: Hickey feeds it into the hands of Jordan LaQuan. And Hickey takes a three on the other side of the court and missed it. Here comes Terrace the other way. Bounce pass ahead to Durham. Oh, he was going to the basket. Lost control of it. Maybe got a little too excited and kicked it out of bounds. So it's 35-21, Hegan ball. Down 14, 25.5 seconds left in the first half. I
1: see what Salhegan uh, comes up with. they got a couple more points going into the half and perhaps the momentum. I think they got uh, a little bit of momentum on this side right now.
0: Quan got his pass picked off by Terrace. Terrace trying to get possession. Ten seconds. Feeds it to McCarthy. McCarthy takes it and scores it at the basket. Pat McCarthy pushes the lead to 16, 37-21. So he gets it in bounds, but they don't get a shot off. They got it off, but it was too late. And at the half, it's 37-21. National North starting to open things up against the Salhegan Sabres. We'll take a quick timeout, come back. We will talk about this one, and we're going to try and get somebody from Chick-fil-A on the fine sponsors of this tournament, see if we can uh, make that happen during this halftime. Uh, it is a 37-21 National North leading Salhegan at the half-final game of the night. Winner of this game plays Merrimack tomorrow in a one fifteen p.m. semifinal. You're listening to exclusive radio coverage of this game on ESPN New Hampshire. Halftime of the fourth and final game. Chick-fil-A National Holiday Basketball Tournament. Nashua North leading at the half against Salhegan, 37-21. to 21. They really opened it up in the second quarter. I'm joined now by Matt from Chick-fil-A, the fine sponsors of this tournament. And Matt... I've been seeing you around here for the past several years. This yep. has got to be one of the signature events that Chick-fil-A does. you got two stores here right in Nashua. Mm-hmm. I believe you're over at the uh, Amherst Street location, correct? That's
2: correct, yep. So I have been with Chick-fil-A personally for the last nine years, and I've been a part of this tournament um, since 2007. Uh, I, worked, I actually started my career being the cow for it. Um, but Chick- you P- were okay. Yep, I was and I moved from our mall location to our Amherst Street location which opened up about two years ago
0: And Anthony Picola of course uh, the franchisee over on Amherst Street And Jeff Hubley with the Pheasant Lane Mall location. That was the original Chick-fil-a location mm-hmm. uh, Correct. How long has now that Amherst Street location uh, been open a few years now, right?
2: Yep So Amherst has been open for two years and the Pheasant Lane has been open since 1999
0: and the big news at the Pheasant Lane in the last year or so, the drive-thru now. Yeah, is it How does exciting? that work? Because I've never done the
2: drive-thru there. I know it's more of like a, a walkout service, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a walkout service. It's, uh, you know, for those families who can't find parking in that food court lo- uh, food court lot, they can just pull up, order their food, it gets called in, and somebody brings it out. It's it's very convenient for the mom or dad that has a bunch of kids in the van don't want to get out and park. So it's a very convenient opportunity and offer for for the families
0: now what can you say about your involvement with this tournament because without sponsors like chick-fil-a you can't do an event like this why is it that you guys get involved i know you've been always supportive of the community the local communities which you serve so this seemed like a perfect fit, and it's just been going on for several years now. Yeah,
2: Chick-fil-A is, is trying to be a, a positive influence in the community, and and this is one of the ways we try to do that. We love giving back to athletics and to schools, um, to students and to children and families. So we, we love um, being a part of this tournament. It encompasses all of that, um, and we're able to do that and, and really support a, a, a fun time for people to get together, enjoy some basketball. Um, we try to help make it happen for these schools, so we're 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 super excited being a part of this. Yeah, and another
0: today. another part of it is, you can actually come here instead of like cold pizza or whatever or stale <laughs> popcorn. You can buy a Chick-fil-A sandwich. You can
2: actually get the hot Chick-fil-A sandwich right right at the concession stand at the high school. I mean, we're we're really excited this year. We we started a packaged meal option, so it's not it's second to the to awesome Chick-fil-A and waffle fries you get in the restaurant. But you actually get waffle chips, you get a soda, you get you get a cookie, you get a lot of different op, op, options and offerings at this concession stand.
0: So are you constantly like bringing stuff, which store, is it the Amherst Street store or so, is it the Fezzlane Mall store? So actually store?
2: Jeff and Anthony have decided to share team members. So we actually are using our, our Centerline kitchen in our freestanding restaurant on Amherst Street. Um, but being utilized by both Jeff's and Anthony's team members together, working together to make this happen. Um, so it's it's pretty intense when you think about the planning behind the staffing of it, but um, what comes out of it is, is awesome and fun. So.
0: And you guys doing a lot of giveaways and things like that. I see the cows. You know, they're out there during timeouts dancing away. You remember it. You yep, did it. Yep. Uh, at least it's wintertime, and it's not 90 degrees, and you're in that uh, costume. Oh, I, I know. They're probably, I'm sure you've done that.
2: Oh, yeah. It, it gets hot in that thing, let me tell you. But, yeah, these kids that are in the cow doing that, you can't, you can't have a tournament without the cow mascot. They eat more chicken cows. You just can't. Um, but they're out here throwing out the mini plush cows, the T-shirts, um, you know, trying to make it fun for the kids. They're probably, you know, in the back taking a rest for a moment right this moment but um they were out here dancing just a few moments ago having some fun now the the
0: weather tomorrow is obviously kind of messing things up a little bit as far as the tournament goes Uh, are you going to be doing the breakfast sandwiches in the morning no
2: that's a that's a new thing for us here and with the concessions with the tournament even just in nashua in general is having um the chick-fil-a biscuit it's kind of our breakfast hero product that you'll have to try if you haven't at our Somerset Plaza location that serves it. Um, but we're also serving it here, um, and we will have it tomorrow. I have
0: tried it. It's very good. I mean, I love Chick-fil-A sandwiches. I was so excited. I, I a long time ago, I used to work in the mall, and they had a Popeye's there. And then the Chick-fil-A came, and I think you might have taken over the old Popeye's location. Yeah, I think
2: so. I think Chick-fil-A went in after Popeye's.
0: And Chick-fil-A is just so good. I love those sandwiches. So, yeah. you know, we do appreciate the time. We appreciate the support. You guys have sponsored the coverage uh, on ESPN New Hampshire and nhsportspage.com. So we're doing live radio play-by-play, and we'll be doing some highlight videos uh, that we put together uh, after the two games today, and then we'll have more. Uh, coming from the action on Friday as well. But uh, just definitely thank you so much uh, for for all your support. It's
2: our pleasure. Uh,
0: Definitely feel free to send a couple of sandwiches up here because I haven't eaten. I've been on the (laughs) air for like four hours. so we're going
2: to have to fix that.
0: I got to beg, you know. (laughs) Uh, But, no, I really appreciate it, Matt. And thanks so much for the support of this tournament over the years. And uh, we look forward to continuing on uh, as we move forward. I'm sure you guys have employed quite a few uh, local high school uh, students uh, at your restaurants. if
2: they're not working right now they're probably in the stands right now watching the game i gotta tell you that <laughs> all right matt well thanks so hey, much it's our pleasure Thank great you for job you and,
0: and hopefully uh you know the weather will cooperate tomorrow you'll still get some fans in here but uh we're gonna cross be our, our fingers day.
2: yep yep definitely
0: All right, Matt, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you soon. And I can't wait to to try out that sandwich. I'll be eating it on the air, by the way. (laughs) You can do that, right? Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Matt, from uh, Chick-fil-A, the fine sponsors, Chick-fil-A National Holiday Basketball Tournament. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Yeah, Lauren Godette's gonna come back in here. Matt's gonna go back to work. He's gonna go put the cow costume on, right? Or no, that's you, correct. you're 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 beyond that now. No. You don't have to do that now. You just. Delegate. I might get
2: I might get a surprise visit. You might you might see me out there dancing. You don't know. Hey, you never know.
0: You got the moves. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Second half underway here as uh, Sal Hegan uh, is gonna have the first possession, and they're gonna score off a offensive rebound. Nice uh, basket by George Carlson. Thank you very much. Uh, George Carlson scoring the first two here in the second half. It's 37 23 as uh, Lawrence coming back on here after giving way to Matt from Chick fil A. And Levi Goslin, a little turnaround jump shot, gets the two points back for North. It's
1: 39 uh, 23. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, going into the half, so he's going to on to something to what to do to attack his North defense and come back and forth uh, in the first minute of the third quarter.
0: Well, this is the lineup that they started the game with, uh, with uh, Carlson and uh, Biddle up front. So two big guys, about six foot three, six four, going against the big guys from North: uh, Linton, Vidaval, and Levi Goslin. They swing it underneath to Linton. Uh, Linton couldn't come up with a pass from Sky Boykin, so it's a turnover, and Southhegan will get it back. Six forty-eight left to go, third quarter, thirty-nine. To 23 Nashville North.
1: Uh, and uh, a dribble out, backdoor, uh, set play. Quick hitter for North. Uh, one of the favorite plays, one of Coach Lane's favorite plays. And uh, Boykin, uh, Boykin could have put a better pass there that needed to be corralled in.
0: Jafard with it left hand side for Sal Hegan. He's got Hickey out there and Ryan, uh, Ryan Bame, and then Biddle and Carlson up front. Hickey throws it right hand side to Bame. Bame puts it on the floor down the lane. Got rejected by Vidaval, but fouled before that. So Ryan Bame will go shoot a couple. Bame, the son of uh, Sauhegan assistant Mike Bame. Been at Sauhegan as an assistant for several years. He was mm-hmm. on the staff with Coach Heaney. Yeah,
1: that's a very good program over there. Sauhegan, da. You know, I've had the opportunity to meet Coach Pierce a couple of times. He's a, he's a great guy. So, and it's a very, very good program and a very good school. Yeah. At the Emma.
0: More known for their football program. They've been down a little bit since uh, Coach Bellevue stepped away.
1: Um, yeah, th- that team that they had this year with a, a fairly young team. And I had some opportunities. Uh, they to had to, to do a little bit of uh, throw distancing this year, but um, with uh, – The coach uh, stepping away to pass them it's going to be very interesting to see who they tab for that position there. That's
0: right. Mike Lachman uh, had, uh, what, a three-year run there, I think. Uh, Yeah. Was in the playoffs last year. Uh, This past year, not a very good season for Sal Hegan.
1: But they were fairly competitive for a lot of those those games, uh, especially near the end of the year. Mm.
0: Six minutes left to go here, third quarter north with possession here at 39 25 boykin fancy moves to the basket threw it up no but he got fouled he's just so fast he's a blur uh,
1: yeah and and i don't know if you thought of, he, he did a ball fake to pass and completely threw the defender right out of the lane and he got a pretty clear shot to the lane there
0: he's got a couple of free throws coming up first one's good
1: He uh he's a very very dangerous point guard matchup He's going to cover your point guard, make sure your point guard's not going to score, and then you have to make sure he doesn't score. Because whatever points he put in in the point guard battle, it's probably going to be uh, how many points they win by, perhaps more.
0: Hit the first, missed the second, rebound. Goslin fighting for it. It's going to be s- Sabres ball.
1: Uh, and now with a, a 1 2 1 1 for North. They're trying to trap the rhythm with that uh, of Hugan. The
0: they trap Hickey and they tied him up, and they're going to get the basketball as the possession arrow favors uh, Nashua North. Nice job by Gosselin and Boykin to really seal off Ryan Hickey, and Gosselin reached in, tied him up, and the possession arrow gives North the basketball on the turnover
1: uh, in their own end on the baseline.
0: Boykin up top to the right, and we got a whistle and a foul going. It's going to
1: be on and uh, yeah. he had a wrap a, a on the round of on the post there.
0: So possession foul, no free throws here.
1: Uh, he's on the floor on the block.
0: So, so Hegan making some substitutions. they got Snow, or excuse me, it's Connor Mack in the game, 32. Inbounds, Linton goes up, got fouled mac was there so was biddle so it's on biddle
1: uh, biddle is uh, a small player he's not definitely not the shortest one on the floor but when you're up against uh, linton who sticks four and uh, very athletic and a lot of muscle that might be a tough matchup but he's good
0: alonzo hit the first 16 point lead 41 to 25 534 left to go Second one is good by Linton. 42 25, 17 point lead. 1 2 1 1 press. And Sahagin breaks it this time as Jafar gets it across to Case Wetter. Bounce pass to Jafar at the free throw line. Goslin took it away from him. Up ahead, Buckmeyer all alone lays it in. Levi Goslin is. Been doing a heck of a job all over the place. He's he's really stuffing the stat sheet.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's done a lot of stuff, even at a knot on the stat sheet. Um, you know, and a little block by him there. Yeah. He, were, he was active half court when the ball was in the corner and makes the great block.
0: 19-point deficit for Salhegan, 44-25, 4.59 left to go third quarter. Jafar gets it inbounds to Biddle, up top Hickey. K sweater now, left hand side. Jafard trying to feed it inside, and Matt couldn't handle it, and it's a turnover to North again.
1: Yeah, they they on the screen off the uh, baseline of a bound play, and uh, couldn't couldn't quite get the get the feed down. Low.
0: 44-25, 4:51 left to go in this third quarter. North trying to push this over 20 points for the first time tonight. And we and got a, a whistle and a foul against Sahuhegan as Biddle was fighting with Linton, and Biddle got whistled.
1: Yeah, they, they both are fighting for that position um, right at halfway up the paint there, and uh, Biddle didn't get the call.
0: So pretty quick turnaround for these teams, both of them actually. Mm. Uh, the loser of this game is gonna play at 11.45 tomorrow in a loser's bracket game. So if it stands up right now, it's gonna be that rivalry, Milford-Sowhegan tomorrow at 11.45, if North uh, holds on to this lead. And even for North, the team that looks like they're gonna win as Linton scores inside, uh, you know, it's kind of a quick turnaround for them because they'd be playing at 1.15. Mm.
1: Uh, Yeah, but you, you know, they're in the city, I think, so he going to probably out the step the road because they're probably going home tonight.
0: Linton missed the shot. Goslin tried to get the offensive rebound, got knocked out of his hands by Ryan Hickey. So it'll be North basketball, 4 13 left to go. 21 point lead for the Titans, 46 25. Inbounds, Goslin up top, Boykin. Boykin's going to dribble it to the right hand side. Bounce pass, Linton. Linton, score. Oh, that thing just dropped off the front of the rim. But that uh, was a mismatch right there. It was yep. Ryan Bame guarding Alonzo Linton, and that's Baim, a advantageous matchup for the Baim, North Titans.
1: Bame is probably what five two, five four, and somewhere in that range against a six foot Alonzo Linton. Uh, yeah. you, you have to take that advantage of your North, and he's got that nightmare matchup. I probably say for the majority of Division One team.
0: Yeah, well, because he can play out on the wing at that height and that athleticism,
1: and shoot the three, that length, and, and drive to the basket. And he, I've seen him go through four guys last year and, and make the layup.
0: Hit one of two at the line. The lead is 22. Four minutes left, third quarter. Bame, trying to survey the defense here and figure out which course of action to take. He's trapped and he didn't get it over. It's a 10-second it's a ten-second violation. Ten-second violation took too much time trying to figure it out
1: and coach pierce is trying to get a timeout i don't know if he's gonna get it
0: you think he was trying to call a timeout to yeah. avoid that 10 second call
1: yeah well he just trying to call it now so we we'll see so i out of the corner of my eye
0: so north gets it on the turnover 3 45 left to go they lead by 22 boykin with it boykin working up top against hickey bounce pass to linton Linton goes to the basket. No, but he got fouled again as that one. He was matched up against Jordan Lau Kwan, a junior for Sauhegan and he's shorter than Bame is.
1: And they just ran the same play that they ran, and when um, Linton didn't get the ball, he lost it earlier in the quarter. Uh, this time it, it got to another post-up. Another guard on Linton, and he poked up.
0: So Linton, two more free throws here. 17 fouls committed by Salhegan, only one by Nashua North here in the third quarter. 3.36 to go. Linton missed the front. Got another one here. So that one's good. So Alonzo makes it a 23-point lead for North. 48-25, 3.35 left to go in this third quarter.
1: It's an 11-4 run to start the, start the half for North
0: bame gets it across throws it over the outstretched arms of linton here's a three from hickey no good offensive rebound tipped to bame bame put it up he rushed the shot and goslin comes down with another rebound outlet up ahead to linton nice catch couldn't quite keep himself in a position to score because he was on the baseline
1: and then what a a great move by holando linton very athletic tiptoe ballerina down the baseline and Laquan couldn't hand on, couldn't hang on to the ball, and it's the North but underneath the own hoop.
0: So Hickey's going to come out, and Jaffard is in. They get an inbounds to Goslin, now to Linton, deep right wing. Linton fires it up top to Boykin, directing traffic with 3.05 left to go in the third quarter, his team up by 23, 48-25. Buckmeyer up top to Goslin, right side, Vitival, Vitival, Bounce pass to a cutting Buckmeyer. Now back out to Vitival. Now middle of the floor. Alonzo Linton, 250 left. Linton puts it on the floor. Feeds Boykin. Fakes on the three. Now puts it on the floor at the free throw line. In the lane. One-handed uh, push shot. Will not go. But guess who? Inside. Offensive rebound. It's Goslin. Puts it in. 50-25. to 25. They've doubled up Sal Hegan.
1: Yeah, I mean, the second half, the big difference is now. The, uh, the pressure that we're putting on it at the putting point on the other end, and uh the second chance opportunities for North either by the turnover in their own end or by rebound.
0: Bame feeds it away into the hands of Snow. Snow kicks it to jaffard and did Pete Pierce just get his timeout. Hmm. So Pierce calls a 20 second timeout. Is it a 20 or a 30? It's a 20 in the NBA. It's it th- 30 seconds here. 30, okay,
1: so 30 And the, brother, and the goes off with 15 seconds left in both timeout. Okay. A and a 30.
0: So 2.14 to play. I think,
1: I think North still has, I think, four their a timeout. Uh, maybe all five, and I think Tahigan going to only has two left, two or three left. But the North, the North pressure has uh, finally uh, seemed to have gotten himself Hugan in this game. Now the pressure is in turnover to... uh. Point than the other
0: end. So let's start to look ahead, speculate a little bit. Why not, right? Yeah. 214 to go. It's a 25-point game. It's looking like we're gonna have a semifinal matchup tomorrow between Nashville North and Merrimack. 115 semifinals, second of two boys semifinals here tomorrow. The Thornton Academy out of Soccer Maine against Nashville South in the other. But it's a rematch, North Merrimack, if it comes to that. It's a rematch of last year's championship game in this tournament.
1: Uh, yeah, um, and, and both teams, uh, North has a little bit different, but Merrimack this year is a very different team from last year. Yeah, had 12
0: seniors that graduated last year. Yeah, uh,
1: and um, Merrimack certainly still trying to figure themselves out. Uh, they had a really, um, they had a stretch in the second quarter that certainly was not very good for them. Uh, lost a big lead in the second quarter.
0: Linton made the steal a foul against Sauhegan. I think they're going to get Jordan Kwan with the foul.
1: In a one-and-one.
0: One. So with, Linton back to the free throw line. He's made a living here in the third quarter.
1: Yeah. Um, I, was the third, I was another thing that was missing from the first from the first half. He was driving, but he, he wasn't getting to the line. Uh, this half, he's gotten to the line um, uh, frequently in this, in this quarter in particular.
0: And we'll probably see a lot of free throws here the rest of this game because Merrimack, or excuse me, Hegan has got eight team fouls already. North still just with that one.
1: Let me rewind you back here, Pete.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, I think that game, that semifinal game tomorrow, going to be really good. I think uh, Danny McCullough for Merrimack um, might actually be a very, very good answer, especially with the low post stuff for Mar-Mac and tomorrow. If they if they indeed end up playing tomorrow.
0: Yeah, he's very strong. He doesn't have the height that the North uh, front court does, but he's certainly uh, got the strength to contend uh, and to bang with those big bodies from National North.
1: And, and the experience. He's a senior. He's played for Coach Goodwood, uh, I think, for four years now. And um, he just knows how Coach Goodwood wants the game to be played for them. And he was really one of the main parts in their game against uh, Milford this afternoon.
0: Yeah, he and Ian Cummings. He Cummings had, I think, four threes in the third quarter to open that one up. Yeah. and, Ian, and Him and Ryan Banaszkiewicz were going uh, mano a mano in that game. Back I think, of a player from Milford,
1: and then I think figuratively and literally, I think they were even paired up against each other in in that game. And Ian Cumming had developed a shot, a very steady shot that makes him, I think, I really gave him a huge step—not just one level, but perhaps two levels. He was already a good defender; he drives to the basket, and now he can shoot. God, I'm I'm kind of scared of the scout to try and scout somebody like Ian Cumming.
0: 52-27 the score after. Jordan Lau Kwan just made a couple of free throws. Minute 38 left to go. The clock running here in the third quarter. North with the basketball. It's Sean Deserick with it. Deep left side. Throws it up top to Pat McCarthy. On the right hand side, now to Boykin. Boykin gets it away to McCarthy on the left hand side. McCarthy holding it high. Is Pat McCarthy the younger brother of Sam McCarthy?
1: I'm not. I'm not too sure.
0: Because McCarthy, uh, Sam McCarthy was a starter last year on this North team.
1: It looks similar, but I'm not too sure. But uh, McCarthy is one of that guys that he probably had more of the uh, not on the stat sheet than this game. He had two steals on the pick and roll. heads had you on the pick and roll. He just takes the ball away.
0: C.J. Barrett gets onto the stat sheet again as he scored a couple points on a basket. 54-27, uh, missed by Jaffard of South Back the other way, Barrett up top, Boykin. Boykin down the right side of the lane, puts it up off the window, gets the bounce. Boykin. Sky Boykin stretching the lead to 29. Final 35 seconds here in the third quarter. 56-27, to 27 North leads Sahuhegan. Sahuhegan's so got four waiting to check in at and, the scores table. They might not get in in this quarter.
1: At a 19-6 run by my math in the, for North for this quarter.
0: Playing hard defense and scoring the basketball. Here's Bame on the drive. Jeff Bame scores halfway down the lane for Sauhegan. 56-29. 27-point deficit. Here's Boykin at the final. Horn scores it on the drive. 58-29. Sky Boykin puts in two more at the end of the third quarter. We'll keep it right here. Pete Terrier along with Lauren Godette. Final eight minutes coming up here in Nashville North looking good against South Uh
1: Yeah. And this quarter probably going to be a very important quarter for this North basketball team after the very tough last minute loss to Salem the other night for the tournament. Uh, they're going to see if the secondhand guys and maybe the starters that are still playing can keep a, keep a lead, even a big lead like this. And sometimes if it makes it close and the score is closer than it indicated, um, going to be a good test for them and see if they can hang on to it.
0: Let's let's uh, continue to look ahead a little bit uh, to tomorrow. You saw Thornton play a little bit earlier uh, today. I, I saw
1: I saw the um, Thornton Academy uh, album game today.
0: So what did you see from them uh, in terms of this matchup tomorrow against Nashua South with a spot in the championship on the line?
1: Um, Thornton Academy is a very very big team. A team that they have three, two or three forwards on the floor at all times. And they were out rebounding Alvin the whole game. Alvin didn't have an answer for that. I think Doc may have a couple of answers for their team to contend with that side. So I think the rebounding is going to be the uh, be the key to tip tip in tomorrow's game. In fact, the second chance point, Max Adger is probably going to be very very busy in the paint tomorrow night.
0: That's an 11:30 tip time here, uh, and then the uh, other boys semifinal will take place after that at 1:15. They're hoping to get these things in before the weather gets too bad tomorrow, because they probably would rather do that than play here on New Year's Eve on Saturday, which is what they would have to do if they just washed out tomorrow altogether. Hickey on the drive missed it; couldn't get it to fall, but he will have a chance for a free throw here. A couple of free throws. That's uh, Sal Hegan uh, trailing it by 29 points. We've had two blowouts tonight for you on ESPN New Hampshire. Nashua South uh, just running roughshod over Goth Town. 73 to 39 was the final, but it wasn't even that close.
1: <laughs> it was 29-9 after one quarter, and uh, Goth Town just couldn't, couldn't couldn't get get in the game. You know, left a lot of shots, and um, and Dallas, on the other hand, played very very good basketball. I'm um, sure so Coach Maddow is, is happy with how they played in that game today.
0: One of two for Hickey. Missed first. He got the second. It's 58-30. Underneath North going to Ryan Lynn, a 6'5 junior, big guy, seeing some action for the first time tonight, and he got fouled. So he'll go to the line. And right now I'm going to give you the National North lineup. All reserves in there right now. Pat McCarthy. They got Sean Deserick in there. They got Ryan Lynn, C.J. Barrett, and Andrew Terrace in the game. Sourhegan's got... uh, they got a, a lineup of Jeffrey Casewetter. They got uh, Ryan Bame in there. Carlson's going to sit down, George Carlson, in favor of number 35, Nate Gibbons, and then they also got Ryan Hickey out there. And one other player I can't see because he's being blocked. It's uh, Jordan Lau Kwan, and a one free throw made that time by the big guy Ryan Lin. It's 60 to 30, a 30 point lead. Pass tipped. Lao Kwan came down with it and then fired it up top to Ryan Baim. He's trying to dribble out of trouble, but he can't. And the pass is taken away by Patrick McCarthy. This is Barrett, right hand side. Barrett picks up the dribble, goes inside to Deserick. Deserick catches, hits it. Oh, it almost fell down on the other side for the offensive rebound. Lynn couldn't get it to fall. He fed it out to Terrace, who missed a shot. Lynn another offensive rebound. No. And coming away with it is Barrett. North just owning the boards right now. Here's McCarthy on the drive. Missed it. Deserick, an offensive rebound, missed it. Got blocked out of bounds, but it'll still be North ball. They've had the ball for about 10 minutes here on this possession.
1: Yeah, they got the two big guys in there for North, and he doesn't have anybody over six feet on the floor, I don't think. Pretty small lineup for them right now.
0: They go in deep to C.J. Barrett, now into the hands of Andrew Terrace at midcourt. Now to McCarthy, deep left wing. McCarthy up top to Ryan Lynn. Now on the right-hand side, Deserick. Deserick feeds it. McCarthy off the window. Score it. Nice catch and shoot there by Patrick McCarthy. And it's a 32-point game, 62-30. to Bame on the drive. The kick. Gibbons will take a jumper and hit. Nathan Gibbons hits a 16-footer. And it's 62 32, back to a 30 point deficit. And a foul's going against K Sweater as he and grabbed a hold of Terrace.
1: And he got hit in the throat, too.
0: So he's going to the line, he's going to shoot two as they're in the double bonus here with 10 team fouls.
1: And only three fouls for North. That's probably the biggest key in this, in this half. but they didn't foul, so he even uh, barely at all in his half. And then also creating the turnovers. That uh, was also the big difference as well.
0: Terrace gets it to roll around the rim and fall down. 63 <clears throat> 32. Second one is good. 64 33. Jumper on the way, no good. Rebound, Deserick outlets. Here's Terrace, picked up by Bane. Bane really causing some problems defensively. Down the lane, no good on the shot by Terrace. The desert shot won't go, and here comes Sahuigan the other way. Bane pulls up inside the arc on the left side. It's no good. Rebound, Lynn. Coming up on five minutes left to go. Three ball, Barrett off the mark. Rebound taken down by Casewetter. Up ahead, looking for Bame. Too far ahead. Barrett throws the outlet to McCarthy. Nice catch. Lays it in, Patrick McCarthy. 66 to 32. It's a 34 point lead for the Titans.
1: And in this game, both teams, are, they're playing very, very high basketball. If you didn't think there was a 34 point lead, you probably think this is maybe a four, five, six, seven point type of game is how hard they're all playing.
0: Hickey missed a shot. McCarthy came down with it. Now Barrett's gonna take a jumper from the free throw line. Won't go, but Barrett got the ball tipped to him. And then he goes and charges in. And Casewetter, standing his ground, took the charge. So North's going uh, deep into their bench here. They're gonna bring in Chris Inzarillo, 6'3 sophomore, wearing number 14. Bame's going to bring it across for Salhegan. 4.20 left to play. 34 point deficit. Bame drives down the lane, got stripped and fouled. Looks like Shy Durham's coming back in. I'm guessing maybe McCarthy.
1: Uh, Probably. Uh, Yep. Yeah, he is. Good call, Pete Terrier. Good call. Oh, well, wait a minute. I think.
0: Now Barrett's Layden. coming out.
1: Okay.
0: And they kept McCarthy in. So McCarthy first came out, and then they took Barrett out.
1: Simple miscommunication, now that probably happens once
0: a game for every team. So Sal Hegan making some moves as they've got uh, Ryan Stankiewicz in the game, number 40 for the first time, and also Big Vincent Bowman, number 52. Here's Durham ahead of the pack, lays it in, and Shy Durham has pushed this to a 26-point lead. 68-32. Left side, Jeff Bame fed it to Case Now the big guy Bowman had it, and a foul against North. It's
1: gonna be against Terrace, into Terrace.
0: inbounds they gate it to Stankowicz. now jeff bame finds case wetter he's going to fire three right side durham the rebound for north he's looking to push on the dribble durham's going to take it all the way to the hole missed it rebound taken down by ryan harris for sowhegan but there's a foul against sowhegan i guess on the drive by durham 319 left to go durham trying to Hit 70 points with two good free throws here for Nashua North. Missed it back rim. So he won't do it on this trip unless they miss and get an offensive rebound. Durham's got another one. And that one popped out. Rebound taken down. Out of bounds, it's going to be North ball. Stankiewicz had it, but stepped on the baseline. So McCarthy will try and throw it inbounds for the Titans. They go inbounds to Lynn. Has it in the left corner, guarded by Bowman. There's a couple of big bodies banging. They feed it inside. Terrace on the nice dish. And Terrace scores two. They're at 70. It's 70-32. to 32.
1: A Nice to the move on a cut right to the rim. Missed the hand. Get the, get the ball up in, into, the, into the hole.
0: Right side. Case wetter for three. In and out. Trying to track down his own rebound. They're going to foul against Nashua North.
1: I think that'll be on in Inzirillo. It is.
0: So the foul on Inzirillo is first.
1: A little, a little too aggressive on the uh, box out there. We got the smaller type smaller guy.
0: So now North is over the limit with 17 fouls. So one-on-one situation for Jeffrey Casewetter. Got it, the first one, 70 to 34, 226 to play. Excuse me, 70 to 33, I should say. He missed the second, it's a 37 point lead. Right hand side, it's McCarthy, right baseline, shut off, finds Terrace, his three. Can't get it to go and a rebound foul Against uh, North. So Sahegan will go to the other end and shoot, or is it a loose uh, ball foul? They don't give free yeah, it's
1: throws? be to be a one and one. Yeah. It's going to be whomever uh, who got put there.
0: Might be Jeff Baim.
1: And it looks like Boehm is the one going to the line.
0: Minute 56 to play. I will say, I know this is your first. uh radio gig, right?
1: Yes, doing it is. Doing games.
0: It's more fun when they're close games, I can tell you. Uh, yeah,
1: it is. Uh, but um, you know what I think? Uh, as, a, as a coach and a scout, you always learn that when you want other teams play. So I, I take enjoyment in watching any basketball game, whether I'm doing it on the radio or, or not. And uh, I still think in terms of a lot of the basketball standpoint, it was a very fun game to watch
0: north on a steal as terrace has it deep right side minute and a half and the clock winding down here in the fourth quarter 37 point lead durham on the take got <laughs> fouled he'll go back to the line
1: yeah i don't know if i want to play Hegan in, in a close game because they're still playing really really hard trying to get down the ball and um guys still rotating over like they're still in the game and uh, i think it's uh, I think they've really shown a a great effort in this game, and but North really just had a pretty solid game plan going and they executed it very well.
0: A little bit too much for Salhegan tonight. Durham hits the first of the two free throws, got another one here, minute 14 to play. Missed the second, 71-33.
1: North comes up with the
0: offensive rebound, though, on a loose ball. Deserick missed the shot, but Inzarello had it and then uh, knocked out of bounds. By Kayswetter for Southhegan so North will keep it with the clock is just still running. Is it running time? What's the I, rule I, on I that? Because know. the clock never stopped. Yeah. Underneath, Terrace missed the shot. Rebound knocked out of bounds Tom, by Durham. It'll be Southhegan basketball as the clock continues to run and running down here. 40 seconds to go. Tom King has seen enough.
1: Uh, that, I'm not sure if there's an actual running war, but sometimes. Uh, Coated with that, you, you know, just keep running it in a, in an exhibition tournament game like this, though.
0: So. Final 25 seconds. So again with the basketball as Ryan Harris has it. Top of the three. Down to 20 seconds. Jeff Bame with it. He steps down the lane. Got fouled. Might have traveled, but they called a foul on Deserick. So 14.5 seconds left to go. The clock is stopped with this free throw situation
1: yeah it going be like in in um football if was a touchdown if there was a yeah. uh, yeah. timeout called. yeah uh, usually in the, the summer league game they have like running time for the whole time and they only stop it for a uh, timeout and uh like whatever that is
0: so bame uh, hit a free throw there it's 71 34 37-point lead, final 10 seconds. Terrace with it. Left-hand side to Durham with six seconds. Steve Lane says, hey, we've got enough here. Let's just dribble out the clock and move on to the semifinals tomorrow. 71-34 to 34 is your final. Nashua North uh, beats the South Sabres. So we'll set things up for you for tomorrow. First off, uh, in the boys' semifinals, it'll be Thornton Academy out of Saco, Maine, taking on Nashua South, 11.30 tomorrow right here in the large gym at Nashua South High School, and then that'll be followed by the second semifinal, Merrimack and Nashua North at 1.15 p.m. Uh, They're going to start games at 8.30 tomorrow, Milford against South Girls in the medium sized gym at 8.30, and then you're going to have North taking on Goffstown Girls at 8.30 in this large gym And then they got more games uh, in the medium gym, in the large gym, tipping off at 10 o'clock, Alvern against uh, Mm Goffstown tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the medium gym. Meanwhile, the girls, Nashua South against the Alvern girls at 10 o'clock here in the large gym. Then at 1130, I talked about the Thornton-Nashua South boys semifinal and the 115 Merrimack North semifinal. Uh, That'll... Round out the action for tomorrow, and then Friday we do it all again with games starting in the morning and running all day. The championship game, the big one, which we'll have on ESPN New Hampshire, starting at 7:30. So, Lauren, thank you so much. It's been great having you here and uh, having you sit in with us on this broadcast.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I certainly appreciate you inviting me here. I, I certainly had a great time and. Uh I would probably be here for the championship game. You're anyway. welcome
0: to be by my side and be my color commentator on Friday night.
1: If, if the invitation's there, I certainly I probably would take it. I certainly had a great time, Pete.
0: All right. For Lauren out and Tim Glenday back at our ESPN New Hampshire studios. Once again, your final, Nashua North 71. Salhegan 34 in the uh, earlier game. It was Nashua South 73, Gothtown 39. Calling it a night here from the Nashville Chick-fil-A Holiday Basketball Tournament. We'll be back with the championship game on Friday night. Thank you for listening to ESPN New Hampshire.